When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to welcome everybody to the PHNX Cardinal podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable on draft night, round three. Trey McBride is an Arizona Cardinal. I'm joined by Frank Sanders and Mr. Bo Brock. And Shano, who do we have on line one today? We got Justin from DNVR Rams, baby. Justin, welcome, my brother. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey guys, sorry about that. I don't. My laptop's being wonky, so I, I hopped on the phone. Sorry about the weird camera angle, but I figured it's not, better than nothing. Not a problem, brother. DNVR Colorado State product. Trey McBride is an Arizona Cardinal pick fifty-five. My man, what can you tell Cardinal fandom, PHNX Cardinals, about the young man? You're just going to get a, get a guy that really loves football. And I know that's a bit of a cliche, but he's not necessarily one of the guys that's going to win the underwear Olympics or like really wow you at the combine or run in the 40 or something like that. But he still ran a four or five, five at his pro day. So nothing to worry about in that regard, but just a really pure pass catcher. Uh, a lot of guys, even at the D1 level, still catch like with their body fairly consistently. You never see that with Trey. He's very versatile. They used him in all types of formations. You can line him up anywhere. He's a pretty good blocker. I wouldn't say he's great, but he has the mentality, which to me matters more than anything, especially after watching Noah Fant the last couple of years. He's just going to be a really fun football player that I think Cardinals fans will embrace. Um just one of those dudes that comes out, he's going to have like the the black stuff all over his face. Nice. He's going to be flexing <laughs> on people and he might get a, a unsportsmanlike conduct or two, but he's the kind of guy you want on your team and not to go against. We've got Justin Michaels here of DMVR underscore Rams, DMVR sports and resident Trey McBride Stan, I think it's fair to say. Is this somebody <laughs> that's going to be physical? Is this somebody that, that carries an attitude with him? Because one of the things, the big knock on the Arizona Cardinals is, they're not physical enough offensively. I know a lot of the fan base, they wanted an interior offensive lineman to push some people around. Can Trey McBride still offer that? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, again, he's not like the biggest guy in the world, you know, at six, three and a half or whatever he came in at. He's not, you know, six, six out there where he's just going to be mauling people, but he likes to get his hands on guys. He's aggressive and he blocks to the end of the whistle. I mean, he's never one of those guys you're going to see that misses a guy for a lack of effort. He might get a holding call every now and then because he tackles somebody to the ground or because he throws them out of bounds and goes a little too far. But he's going to bring some intensity. And I think from a physicality perspective, you guys are really going to like what you're getting. You think he's going to be able to make the transition quickly from the Mountain West to the NFC West? Yeah, I mean, I Bobby Wagner's from the Mountain West too, and he kind of dominated that division for 
the you know the better part of the division or the part, better part of the decade. No shots intended, but <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I no think people intended. underestimate the <laughs> the Mountain West a little bit, and obviously, you know, he, he's not coming from the the SEC or or something like that. But everybody that he's ever gone up against, he put up numbers. I mean, going back to his first career touchdown, it was like a fifty-five yarder against Florida in the swamp. Iowa couldn't cover him this past year. He's going to be fine. What comp, who, who would you give him as far as a, a comp? Somebody we've seen play before. Travis Kelsey. Should we just say Travis Kelsey? <laughs> Is that fair? Can we do that? It was really That's obviously the, the hope. But uh, <laughs> I'd go back a couple of years, and I would say Jake Butt out of Michigan, had he never gotten injured in that yeah. Orange Bowl, just a really pure pass catcher, a good run blocker. Again, not somebody that like is going to absolutely wow you, but it's going to get the job done, be really productive. And I think the versatility that it brings is just going to make him really good for this Arizona system, especially given that you got Ertz and Hopkins on the outside. He doesn't have to come in and, you know, be Kelsey. Can we talk about the value? I think that a lot of people are emphasizing Trey McBride once upon a time was the consensus, not only top tight end, but a lot of people thought he could sneak in to the end of the first round, maybe to a Cincinnati, maybe you know to a Tampa. For the Cardinals to get him at pick 55, I mean, what kind of value do you think that is for this franchise? I think it's right on. I mean, throughout the season, he definitely was consistently being forecasted in the first round, and that was a hope around here. But it's just the positional value debate and... I think there's a lot of guys in this draft that you can kind of sit around and wait and get in the fourth, fifth round. So again, maybe that doesn't make Cardinals fans feel better that didn't want a tight end. But this is a guy that's going to be really productive. And ultimately in the second, third, fourth round, you just want guys that you know you're going to be able to count on that you can hopefully you know turn into starters. And Trey's a guy I think that even as a rookie, you're going to be able to rely on to move to the chains, another red zone threat. And, uh, yeah, I just think this is right about where he was supposed to go. You okay with him coming up to Denver this year and beating that ass? <laughs> I'm a Broncos season ticket holder, so that'll be a, a weird moment. But we, I'm excited. We made a trade. I think we cool. gave you Russell Wilson yeah. out of the NFC West. Get the hell out and mm-hmm. go dominate somewhere else. <laughs> we'll take on, we'll adopt Trey McBride. We have no issue there. <laughs> that works for me. And, and for the record, since I made a joke earlier, I, I like the Cardinals. You know, I always kind of cheered him on. Larry Fitzgerald, one of my favorite players growing up. I'm sure everybody says that because that's the, like, let's appeal to the Cardinals fans answer. But it uh, it was the truth. Well, we appreciate having you on, yeah. Justin. We're going to bring you back. We're going to try to hopefully get Trey on with, with both of you and, and talk about, you know, his experience at Colorado State, what he can bring to Arizona. But um, I think you've, you've quieted a lot of the nerves with Cardinal fans, not about the prospect. <laughs> about the player, but just about the fit, especially with the Cardinals already having Zach Ertz. But Trey McBride, Arizona Cardinal, uh, at pick 55, we've got Justin Michael, sneakerhead, according to your Twitter bio, uh, <laughs> via DNVR Rams. Thank you so much for hopping on, Justin. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for being patient with the technical stuff. No problem. No, good, thank man. you. This is a three-hour show, brother. We, we, got a lot of, we got a lot of moving parts. I want to give a shout-out to our production team, led by Shane Diefenbach behind the scenes organizing that. Thank you so much, Shane. Oh, I'm so sorry that Malik Willis is not yet a Seahawk, but it could eventually happen tonight. Will it into existence? Maybe he goes in the fourth or fifth round at this rate. 
looking at the last few picks in the NFL draft, did I see that uh, James Cook went off the board? Buffalo finally getting some help at the in the running game. They need mm-hmm. it. They take the speedster out of Georgia. His brother Dalvin plays for Minnesota Vikings. A good pick. Faster than his brother as far as his forty goes. Is, yeah. Nick Bedino was the first pick of the third round. Brian Cook, the safety from Cincinnati, he goes to the Chiefs. Drake Jackson was a guy that uh, wasn't Drake Jackson in the last pick. He was in the second round, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Okay, so we've got a. We were still waiting for picks to come in here in the third round. Arizona Cardinals, two picks, eighty seventh and a hundred. Ooh, love it. I think one of those has to be an interior offensive lineman or developmental tackle. The Cardinals do not have any linemen on the under contract outside of Rodney Hudson and Josh Jones moving into twenty twenty three. Um, and so I, I would imagine that try to supplement uh, and get some people in the pipeline. But we also, I think, expect DJ Humphreys to eventually sign a contract extension. That has not happened yet. Uh, Steve Kine made a point again today to talk about Jalen Thompson being one of the best safeties in football. He deserves money. Zach Allen's going to be a free agent. Byron Murphy's going to be a free agent. I mean, the Cardinals are going to have money that they're going to need to supplement and spend. That's probably why a lot of people are a little bit concerned, Bo Brock, because you got Zach Ertz. He's making some money over the next couple of years. And you also have Trey McBride now. It's right. funny how that works. It's, it's not too bad, right? right? You got a little embarrassment of riches and you don't have to break the bank necessarily. You've got, what, $90 plus million plus twenty twenty three as far as cap space. Mm-hmm. You've got enough money to spread around and keep your stars. Something that Fred's, or I'm sorry, Frank Sanders is, is, is wanting <laughs> as far as when we look at Steve Kime and his inability to kind of do that, keep people in the building. It's, just, uh, it's been unfortunate. Yeah, it is. And, and now you've got an opportunity to bring back Jalen Thompson, who you got in the supplemental draft. Bring back Byron Murphy, who you took second round. Bring back your first round pick in Kyler Murray. You're, start, you're starting to see things kind of change a little bit. It took a, too damn long, but now things are looking good, trending in the right direction, continuing to do that through the draft, bringing in talented players like Trey McBride, making the trade do, for Hollywood Brown. Do we not like touchdowns? Do we not like scoring points? Do we just? I know people get you know bored to death with that kind of thing. I'm into people it. People get I'm obsessed with minority. need, John. That's sorry. the biggest problem. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I like points to be scored i like when tutties are up there on the screen <laughs> thank uh, you for that psa we got we got two guys that are going to be touchdown machines for the arizona cardinals uh, i want to remind everybody go phnx.com has you covered with content upon content as it relates to the nfl draft among other of our plethora of sports franchises teams and otherwise here in the valley the suns are making a run to the nba finals jared and company for the phnx suns team has got you covered the nfl draft is in full swing. We're going to have continued coverage. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months, or just under 60 bucks for the year. You can get a free t-shirt from our PHNX merchandise locker like this one. You can get one of these fresh hats. Don't mind my hat hair, but you can get one of these for just under 30 bucks. Hottest hat in the desert. Only at gophnx.com, that PHNX merchandise locker. We've got you locked in for continued coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft. The Arizona Cardinals pick 87 101. So I, I I want a guard. We'll go down the line here. Bo Brock, if it was up to you, what would you pick at 87? Isaiah Spiller. Give it to I me. Don't ha- I don't hate let's it. Let's just get crazy. Let's, let's, let's not, do it. Let's just let our hair down at 87, you know, and, and go with the running back. Why not? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, as far as the edge rushers go, there, there's it's not a lot left unless Steve Kimes got somebody that, that he likes. Wasn't there somebody from Montana State that he kind of You want loved? Montana State... Uh, journeyman, if you went Jadavion Clowney, former number one overall pick, only 28 years old. I think 
I, I just have a feeling, gentlemen, we're going to we're going to fast forward a month from now and we're going to get somebody like that. And Akeem Hicks, there's just there's going to be some time time signings. Just give it some time here. It's going to happen. This, by the way, was always a draft that outside of the top edge guys, it kind of got watered down. The defensive tackle class, we, we're seeing it right now. It's not great. It's not great. The Cardinals are going for value and they're going for weaponry. I don't hate it, Frank Sanders. I don't either. Uh, that's uh that's uh, Troy Anderson from Montana State LB okay. that you was begging for. That could be a possibility because, you know, he likes to surprise us with these, these no-name places. Um, that's not on TV that you actually watch. I will say this here, though. It's, I'm, still, I'm still going somewhere along the side of a defensive lineman, man. I just I, We have not added any, any depth to that. I would like to see maybe we put plug and play that. I'm okay with not having an offensive lineman in the, in the, with the next pick, but it's 88th. 88th, right? 87th? 88th? 87th, yeah. 87th pick. Uh, whoever we bring in right now with this roster, what we got, I'm pretty sure it's going to be somebody that they believe they can add to the table. I've always said I still want somebody with some size, a little bit of girth, a little height, a um, little, little, whether it be offense or defense, somebody big, bigger than six foot four. I would, del- I would. You said that before this pick, it. and you got your wish. Trey McBride is actually <laughs> six four. So, uh, Steve Kahn must be listening. Here we got Mike the Miz, professional wrestler, former star of the real world, uh, dishing out Cleveland's pick at 68. The Browns have been relatively quiet in part because they don't have picks Mm -hmm. because they dealt everything for Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield supposedly is uh, headed to Carolina, we think. Could happen the next 24 to 48 hours, according to Twitter. So maybe they're trying to supplement some of the compensation that they could get. uh, As I can't see. We've got a light here. Martin Emerson. Emerson. Martin Anderson. Yeah. Emerson. Everybody knows who Martin Corner Anderson from is. Mississippi State. Mm, interesting. So Baker going to Carolina. So Carolina is not going to be in on any of these rookie quarterbacks. They're going to roll with Baker and, and Sam Darnold. Uh, it I'm seems a, like, right? What's the cap on Sam? I think there's a big hit for Sam it right is. now. It's almost, it's Why almost, would you? It's 20 yeah. plus million because they're because they know Sam Darnold's terrible, but they can't cut him because his dead cap number Wait, is, is the, the Jets had to have taken up most of that dead cap when they dealt him. I I'll check. Everybody continue okay. the show. All everybody wants to know on bated breath, Sam Donald's cap number. <laughs> the Carolina year. Panthers I'll quarterback say, position is I huge topic. Well, I mean, you, you, brought up, so you brought it up, but the idea yeah. is that, you know, if you're gonna take Sam Donald, who you thought was it was a first round pick overall, I went to the Jets, then you traded him over to Carolina. They picked you gave up him a his, contract. They picked but, up his fifth year option. It's fully guaranteed. He's whoopsie. got a cap hit of eighteen point eight million. So, so that would be a dead cap hit of eighteen million. It's the same as what you got. What you got to give up for? They've also got for the most part, right? Twenty three million dollars in dead money to uh, our boy Hassan Reddick, Trey Boston. Uh, there's a lot of ex Cardinals that uh, came and went from <laughs> Carolina. Uh, the Cardinals don't have that problem. They've got Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray has a bunch of new toys to play with in the desert. One Hollywood Brown, his best friend. And hopefully his future best friend in Trey McBride as the Titans pick here in the third round. Pick sixty what? Sixty nine. We're partying at pick sixty nine. We're gonna see a quarterback or no? Is this the worst quarterback class in NFL history? We'd say it's it's on the cusp yeah. as the worst quarterback class in NFL history. When you talk about so many teams needing quarterbacks. And how it's never been easier to play the position in the NFL and the fact that we don't have a quarterback, one quarterback. We've got one quarterback through 69 picks. I think it's it speaks to itself. And why the Cardinals rightfully 
would never trade Kyler Murray. See a tackle go off the off the board from Ohio State, going to Tennessee, Nicholas Petit. Not too bad. No. I mean, that's they're they're a team that's having an interesting draft. The Titans, as as we talked about them way earlier, it seems like forever ago. Right uh, at the beginning of this broadcast, that uh, you know they won the AFC regular season, and they got the buy buy round in the playoffs, and then ended up losing to the Bengals. But the uh, the Cardinals now at eighty seven. I mean, do you just do you just try to create a strength in this offense now? Yeah, I think we heard about it pre-draft that there was going to be so much difference of opinion when it came to outside of like the top 20 to 25 players. We're seeing it now. Um, all of the top linemen that we previewed today are still available. All of them. Uh, Par- Parham, uh, Dylan Parham from Memphis, still available. Sean Ryan, UCLA, still available. Darian Kennard, Kentucky, still available. Ed Ingram, Jamari Slayler, uh, Logan Bruss from Wisconsin, they're all still available. So I just... I feel like the value is is number one to get here. I don't expect the Cardinals to move up. Um, you let the draft come to you, and you continue to build out this offense. That I mean, it didn't need a makeover, but it. I think we've been fooled because they've added weapons and free agency, but they were older. The financial commitments outside of Hopkins are not significant, right? James Conner, you could move off of that contract next year if you wanted to. This is an opportunity for Steve Kime to say, "I'm going to give my head coach Cliff Kingsbury." Um, some some players to work with here in the next half decade. It, it's really interesting because I, I thought about this offseason and it didn't look like it was trending towards this, but it looked, you know, Steve Kime is kind of cr- starting the new, the process of paying Kyler Murray a lot of money. Yeah. And, st- and, and emphasizing getting youth in, in the draft. And they've only made one pick, but they make the trade for, for Hollywood Brown, who's only 24. Yeah. Uh, they now have some pieces that they can move forward with in-house. You might look at this roster and say, hey, the average A's is way up there, but yeah, you've got some guys that are going to do that to you. Yeah, and um, they'll be gone in a year. We right, think. but now like when you do see finally DeAndre Hopkins rides off in the sunset and you've got J.J. Watt, he leaves and he calls it a career and gets his gold jacket, you're going to see that these contingency plans, these guys that they're drafting now that people are upset, why did you go get a tight end? Yeah. And Zach Ertz retires in two years or is cut in two years after, you know, the guaranteed dollars are gone. You say, okay, man, it's okay. the next man up is a stud in Trey McBride. He's ready to go now. He's ready to roll. He's ready to kind of take on being one of the best tight ends in the NFL going into his third season. And I think there's also something to be said for the Cardinals. Everybody called them small after the Hollywood Brown acquisition. Well, Zach Ertz is, I think, 6'4". Max Williams is 6'4". Trey McBride's 6'4". A.J. Green, at least for the next year in the Arizona desert, he's 6'4", Antoine Wesley, 6'4". I mean, they they have size now at the skill player position. James Conner is over six feet. So, yeah, uh, your quarterback's smaller and his best friend's small and Rondell Moore's small. That, that's it. I, I, I would say they have plenty of red zone targets that are over six feet, Frank Sanders. What the red zone means to me when it came to after watching what we had done the last couple of years in this offense was we just we've never outside of getting James Conner, he's the greatest addition to what allowed our offense to score points in the red zone that that pertaining to 10 yards and then five yards and then because when you get to the red zone uh, we talk about 20 starting at the 20 yard line going into the going into the end zone Mm -hmm. let me just say this here when you're getting that when you get between seven yards going into the red zone and and you're still in four and five wide receivers and you're running rpo that's not good and so hopefully we hopefully we can add some some plays and some stuff some, some creative stuff 
that will give us the mismatch that we need against versus different teams. And um, these guys become the playmakers that they need to be. Like I, I just, I mean, we're gonna fast forward to this fall, and I know people are gonna be upset if the defense defense doesn't perform, but it's not gonna perform. It's not gonna be made made or broken because of some day two picks tonight. Like you, it's gonna be made or broken. Is Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, can they play? Can they be players? Is JJ Watt gonna gonna play up to his twenty million dollars, you know, salary? Is Zach Allen in year four finally gonna pop and take that next step? Like we have to be realistic. I think we're looking at short term. You lost Chandler Jones. We're screwed at edge rusher. And I think to Bo's point, like, is Drake London fixing that next year? Probably not, right? Lean Drake on, Jackson? What's that? Drake Jackson? Drake Jackson, yeah. I'm sorry. Drake Jackson from USC, the kid from Oklahoma. Like, those guys aren't fixing that in 2022. But now you've got an influx of young, skilled players. You, you have to look back at the, the drafts of two years ago and last year as guys who need to step up for this fall. Like, we're not asking Trey McBride to catch 100 balls next year. Now, Hollywood Brown's a Nick player that's going to be implemented as their number two wide receiver. But, like, no one you're taking now, in my opinion, barring something unforeseen, is going to come in and dominate at a singular position for you in 2022. These are, you're planting seeds for what this team's going to look like in the next couple of years. I, I just, I feel like it would be unfair for a defensive player, if, had they taken one at 55, to, to come in and have to be Chandler Jones year one. And as they've turned this roster since the brutal 2018 season and they make the hire to go with offense, they bring in Cliff Kingsbury, they they couple him with Kyler Murray as their quarterback. It's like offense is going to be their calling card f- from here on forward. Yeah, You had to have a defense just so you could stay competitive in 2019 when Kyler was a rookie, in 2020 when you, you know, you're a long shot to make the postseason, you're on the outside looking in, you might have been ahead of schedule if you made the dance that year. Your defense kind of helped out with that, and then your defense was really good to start this season. But your calling card going forward is going to be Kyler Murray in this offense, mm-hmm. and and they're and they're embracing that, and they should, uh, because you, when you look at some of the teams like Joe Burrow in, in that Cincinnati Bengals offense, you know they were good enough to overcome their offensive line, but he had enough weapons to overcome that. He needed that. Kyler Murray didn't. Once DeAndre Hopkins went out last year, Frank. He didn't have enough weapons to get it done. Now he's got an embarrassment of riches. When we look at these these needs now, like how how do we what, what's the rankings as far as needs going? Because now you have two picks left. Where I really think realistically you could find guys that are going to make an impact this year. Because Steve Kime hasn't shown in the fifth, in the sixth, in the seventh round that he can find. Sure, you've got a Micah Dogba. Or that comes around once every three years, mm-hmm. but realistically, they're not going to have guys make an impact that are that are an exception. What what's the need now as far as this draft goes? You know, I think that exactly what Steve Kimes said. We're just going to let the best. We're going to let the draft dictate who we need to, who we need to have on our team, and that right now leaves the door wide open to every position in some regards. I can't think of one that's not maybe a strong safety. Buda Baker actually had two concussions last year, or one. And that was a challenge, right? You know, that was something where you don't know how is he going to be tentative? He's going to be sensitive? I don't know about that. We had we had the no fly zone for about seven weeks, and after that, it was like open. It was open landing strips. You know what I mean? So I, I, when it just, it just became anybody can land where we want to land, and teams are scoring against our, our secondary. So I think that right now, I'm assuming that we're in it. We're we're looking at ourselves that we're in a good place in key positions. Um, course there are some holes that can fill we always talk about defensive line or or maybe a couple linebackers or something like that but in regards to 
what's the best available in the draft. I think that's the conversation that, you know, you have to allow just to allow it to come to come to come to fruition in regards to who we, who we need to take, because I'm honestly like in not I'm baffled in some areas, but in regards to talking down to the players that we've gotten this for in Hollywood Brown and, and McBride, I really can't. I just can't say I saw that happening or those picks coming, coming, those would be the picks that he would take. But we have some positions that have some holes that can be filled and the defense. And right now the draft still has, we still have about 45 players that's out that we we can, we can find maybe some good talent inside of that. Our guy Shane's not going to get his wish here at, uh, with the Seattle Seahawks on the clock. Don't tell him. So they continue. The Seahawks hate these quarterbacks. They Shane. continue to just build this roster, though. Uh, something to be concerned about beyond 2022. Maybe if they're going to look at a CJ Stroud or a Bryce. Yeah, they'll have a top Bryce five Young. pick. They'll be in that yeah. market. <laughs> when you when you win four games, you usually get a, a top five pick. Shane, am I wrong? And uh, you'll be in that market. Uh, we're going to enjoy beating the hell out of the Seahawks. <laughs> you win the Arizona Cardinals. How over under multiple touchdowns, That's two terrible. or three touchdowns for Trey McBride next year. <laughs> Against the Seattle Seahawks, Shane? You want to comment on that over-under? <laughs> Can you get that on DraftKings right now? Speaking of DraftKings, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball. Get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. Get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on same-game parlays. You can also bet on the NFL draft going on right now, props out the yin-yang. Combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more money you add, or excuse me, the more legs you add, the more money you can win. Also, the more money you add, the more money you can win. Plus, uh, place the same game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25. And uh, if one leg does not hit, it's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet only $5 and get $150 in free bets instantly. If your team wins, that's promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. you got to be 21 and over. Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. The Seahawks are on the clock. Bill Brock confirming it's not going to be Malik Willis. Poor Malik. Malik was mocked to everybody and their mother in the top 20 we're here at pick 72. Poor bastard. Is he is he going to be picked tonight? I don't know what's going on. They're going to stay in the uh, in the state. They're going to go with the Washington State offensive tackle, Abe Lucas. So they're going to continue to build the lines there. So no Malik, but they're going to take somebody named Abe. Honest Abe going, hmm. to, uh, going to the west side of the state and play for the Seahawks. That's fine. Abraham Lucas, future practice squad player for the Seahawks, <laughs> as they win four games deep, <laughs> deeper into irrelevance. I've, 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 tr- I've tried to remain quiet, but Johnny, just remember, I have somewhere to be, and I can end the show whenever I Shane want. Shane does have have to go somewhere. Should, or do we have to cut the show? What do you want to do? Oh Shane? no, it's okay. Is he gonna, you're gonna oh, go bid a do to Gila River Arena. Yeah, I gotta. We, we gotta do a post game show. Are they there. blowing that up? What are they doing over there? Just hosting Seahawks games. <laughs> oh, they I thought they were going to. They're not demolishing it as they get ready for their new arena. Is that not no, what's happening? No, okay. they, they're going to keep it. If there. you have plans to go to the, the Coyotes game, head over to the Lola right after the, right after the game. Uh, Post game show live from there in Westgate. It's going to be a good time. Perfect. Nice. Then book yourself a room at the Ainsworth Hotel in downtown Phoenix. <laughs> 
No, that's not a real place. <laughs> is that joke over? Yeah, it's, it's, probably, uh, it's played it's out. It's we got tired. new people in the chat. We'll bury so that with me chugging beers. We'll start anew here. We'll start anew. So are the Arizona Cardinals. Two picks in. They haven't made it. They've made one pick. Trey McBride, pick 55. Jeff McCham says Sheahawks. Well, that's uh, we love. It can be Hawks, Sheahawks, Seahawks, whatever you want to do. Uh, Malik is denied entry in the NFL. Oh, we, oh wait. Uh, according to Jose, Bergie Travel, there's your one Ainsworth hotel drop of the evening. This is a four-hour show. You only get one of them. Uh, brother Noomsi says, send Isabella to the Pats. Let Nikhil Harry come home. I would say the Nikhil Harry dream is probably officially dead, gentlemen. Yeah. As a, somebody on a unicycle attempts to do. No, it's somebody on the shoulders of another guy. I mean, this the NFL draft has officially jumped the shark. Oh, this is Here staged. in the middle of the I don't like round. this. This is staged. I'm not into this. The YouTuber? Cheeky, Cheeky Boyos. <laughs> what? what are, what's happening? Somebody named Cheeky Boyos making the pick for the Indianapolis Colts. Cheeky. That's not what I think when I think of Cheeky. They get the second best tight end in the draft, Jelani Woods. Too bad the he first. He can't hold Trey <laughs> McBride's jock. Trey McBride and all the elite dynasty drafts <laughs> is, is going to crush this kid, Woods. Six seven, two hundred and fifty three pounds. That's a big boy. It's basically two of me. Uh, is Mr. Woods <laughs> first team all ACC? This dude here is a tree, but he's going to the coast with. Yeah, they got some tight with Matt there. Ryan as the starting quarterback. Yeah. So I guess what they guess what that's gonna be. Yeah, it's nice. Look at that. Bam. Oh, take you some of that. Mm. Anyway, look. That's that's uh. I agree with you. Thank, thank, glad that we got the first the number one yeah, overall tight end. The production of Trey McBride, six hundred yards receiving. McBride had eleven hundred. Trey McBride is the best prospect at tight end in the history of the NFL draft. <laughs> um, I say that with full confidence, knowing that he's going to enter his first year with the Arizona Cardinals and make seven Pro Bowls, because um, that's what he would have to do to justify the pick to the, a lot of the fan base. Wow. I, I just feel like, in all seriousness, Trey McBride is going to be the valley of this of of the, or excuse me, the darling of the valley. Uh, he's he's going to be one of the best picks in the Steve Kime era. All I right, do, we've I got a quarterback that. finally off the board. Who's going here? Desmond Ritter going to the Atlanta Falcons at pick seventy four. Did Malik? Did we Malik... have fifty four picks between quarterbacks? All it right. took twenty to get our first one off the board, and then fifty four more. For Desmond Ritter. Did Malik get picked and we just didn't see it? No, no, not <laughs> at all. Somebody think they turned in the card? Yeah, or like the, our TV, maybe we have a delay or something, or everybody in the chat's messing with us. Malik Willis has still not been picked. That's unbe- that is unbelievable. Your boy Philip jumped in the chat and said, man, we've drafted four receivers in the last two years. All were supposed to be great, two cut. And too hardly played. That ain't no problem, Philip. That ain't that ain't no problem. <laughs> because we didn't draft a receiver this year. We traded for one. Hollywood Brown, proven NFL commodity. Shane, do we have the graphic by chance from earlier? Can we cue that up? What can Brown do for you? I think it's a good reminder for everybody. What can Brown, that is Marquise Hollywood Brown, do for you? Well, unlike those bum receivers that Philip is referring to, the what is that, Butler like U.S. Postal Service. Mm-hmm. All right, jackass. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's, though. it's FedEx. It's FedEx. We all know that. <laughs> Proven commodity, thousand yards in a run, dominated offense in the frigid NFC North. Boom! He comes to Arizona. I believe he'll have twelve hundred yards next season with his best friend Kyler Murray. It's cost control. He's going to make. What kind of year does Kyler have next year? 
Are we talking four 4K passing? Are I, we talking 30 touchdowns for the first time? I think 4,000 yards passing. I think 35 passing touchdowns. Six to seven rushing. I think. I think the passing game is about to be opened the hell up in Arizona. I think legs is a luxury, last resort. Mix in some James Conner, obviously, and, and maybe a draft pick, Isaiah Spiller. Good hell, that'd be hot fire. They got him at 87. But I, I think Kyler Murray plays 17 games, easy, uh, 4,000 yards passing. He plays 17 games. I mean, that's uh, that's easy 4,000. I would agree with him. Uh, 30 touchdowns shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. I like that. That ain't no doubt. problem. He might. Uh, my only concern right now is because of the weaponry that I hope that he doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, ha- he doesn't have an uptick in turnovers. That's my only concern. It might be early as he tries to get some guys implemented. That's what I, I, hope. I agree with that. When you have the weapons. I hope there's not an uptick in turnovers. But again, I would like to see him have a good balance between, you know, running and still passing, keeping defenses defensive coordinators honest. Honest. Unfortunately, last year. Bo was uh, somewhere right at the Lions game when we was playing, and we thought was we had what an eighteen point, eighteen point. We were supposed to cover that without a problem. Lost by 30, 31 points. Here's the crazy part: um, they found out something about us, and they they found some defensive end stuff against our against our offense, and they shut it down. And everyone after that did the same thing. So hopefully they they got answers for that coming into the new year. And um, but I like to see him have somewhere between thirty-five to forty-five touchdowns. So the Texans traded up for this pick from the Broncos. Malik? Yeah, Is it going to be Malik? Do we see? Do we see them panic and take Malik now? Um, I think they're all in on Davis Mills. That's a sad place to be. I, if that's that's just, just but, but I'm Davis, Davis Mills. You bring, you bring you're, that's just sad. Levy Smith, Levy Smith needs to be aggressive. They need to find some kind of way to go get somebody they can bring in. They know that that's that can give you at least ten to twelve games as a quarterback. That's the sad part that you're asking a quarterback to be about. You know, you you really know you're only going to get about seven to nine great games out of that quarterback where he's not pooping over all himself and you guys are. Hacking out, hacking out a win, you know, like a hairball or something like that. You finally get a win at the end of the game because defense finally made a play. You need quarterbacks that can make play, Cardinals man. Fans this year, represented on ESPN on the draft. Yeah. I love to see Vegas. it. Yeah. We love to see the Cardinal fans in the chat too. PHNX Cardinals. We've got over seventy of you guys watching on YouTube. We thank you so much. Do me one quick favor. Follow us, PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. Go follow us, PHNX Sports. Subscribe. And then subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast, please. We love the engagement. We want to hang with you guys. We want to make Pick 87 the best it can be. And the only way we can do that is if we do it as a family here at PHNX Sports. Um, I do want to note that something you talked about earlier that I think bears repeating. um, The Cardinals, according to John Gambadaro, everybody knows Gambo of Arizona Sports, were locked in on, it sounds like, Cam Juergens before he was taken. They didn't feel the sense of urgency to trade up for him, so I think... They obviously liked a couple different players mm-hmm. there. Cam Jurgens of Wisconsin. Um, NFL.com's got a breakdown of him. Not overly complimentary, but you can't hmm. go wrong with a Wisconsin lineman. But I, I do think his ceiling might have been limited. Uh, six foot three. Whereas, I mean, Trey McBride, to me, do you want uh, a mid-tier guard or do you want the draft's best tight end? And I, I do think, in my opinion, I like other guards more than Cam Jurgens. This is just me, Joe Schmo here, more than, than Cam Jurgens that are still available potentially a pick 87. I mean, how many guards have we had taken since then? Two? One? We have Parham still in there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, from from Memphis. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're in pretty good shape to, to still get that position. And I think I'd mentioned it before they were officially on the clock that, you know, we don't know what their board looks like. And, and now they said that McBride was by far the best player available. So they, 
they went with that. And, you know, if, if it's not going to be a guard again at 87, I think you'll have some options, though. I think there are going to be a couple guys in play this time. But it'd be interesting. It would be if, if they go offensive players in their first three picks. I mean, it, the, the, the offseason of Kyler remains. And, Hell yeah. Look, Kyler Murray doesn't. Doesn't have any more excuses at this point. I mean, if if they if they back up the Brinks truck, if they hand him the bag, they've surrounded him with with talent. I mean, obviously it's up to the coaching staff and Kyler Murray to one the coaching staff to develop them and then Kyler Murray to elevate them. Um, there's there's no more excuses. Could we see two offensive linemen with these two picks? With the value on the board, <laughs> we think about a lot of the defensive line talent being picked over. I don't love any of these corners, frankly. Um, maybe a running back could be in play. I think the value right now leans toward the offensive line. There's a vacancy at right guard. There's also potentially multiple vacancies at tackle. With Josh Jones is your only tackle under contract. You fast forward two years. Beecham, we love. He's not under contract in 2023. Neither is DJ Humphreys. Could the Cardinals double dip at offensive line here? Would that be a mistake? They haven't had a whole lot of success drafting this, in this area for offensive linemen. Mason Cole, he got like an attendance record. He, he was there. Bobby was Massey, for, fourth rounder. Okay. Bobby Massey was good. But they're not right. great at it, to your I, point. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Uh, uh, Evan Bame in... Uh, Disaster. Yeah. Was it Cole... Cole Toner. Yeah, Cole Toner. They took the kid in the fourth <laughs> round, your worst draft pick of the Arizona Cardinal era. First pick of the fourth round. Or oh, one Dorian of Johnson. Dorian Johnson yeah, never played Pitt. a snap. Had some issues with his yeah. health. Um, I don't know. I just I like too many guys here for them not to take at least one lineman. Yeah. Uh, with eighty seven or one hundred one, but I I do think we're all or excuse me one hundred. I do think we're all going to end Keep up waiting. One hundred. We're all going to wait till one hundred and and time that sneaky bastard. I think he's going to trade down. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy pick eighty seven because I don't think I'm going to go on record and say I don't think I don't think one hundred gets made uh, tonight. I think Kime wants to sit back and and collect a fourth and maybe an additional pick. You know, so, so nothing kind of intrigues you on the defensive side of the football. Well, I just saw who Baltimore's taking. Can, should I spoil it for everybody? Yeah, please. Uh, Jones, the kid from UConn. Uh, okay, everybody's so going to slobber all over that because we saw them oh, being man. mocked. Baltimore continues uh, to just we love the crush the draft. <laughs> That's going to happen, right? So I, you're you're just you're kind of grasping at straws here for a lot of the defense. Can we just can we just go all in with offense? That's not a bad thing, guys. We took two defensive linemen a couple years ago in the fourth round. They need to produce. Zach Allen was the first pick in the third round. J.J. Watt was courted by this franchise to kick us on the defensive line. I just They like Michael Dogby. The two inside backers need to ball out. Marcus Golden had 12 and a half sacks last year. And just, let's get a clowny. Uh, let's all, everybody calm down with the defense. I don't, again, you have a number one defense and your offense is 15th. You're not making the playoffs. You have a number one offense and your defense is 15th. You might be the number one seed in your conference. That's the NFL in 2022. You don't think you can find a pass rusher that could beat out Victor Dumakeji? I don't. I think. I don't think Victor Dumakeji, with all due respect, number one is making the team, and number right. two, I, I think they're they're going to sign a veteran pass rusher. They will be signing a veteran pass. No matter if they get a third round edge rusher or not, they are signing a veteran pass rusher in the coming weeks. I firmly believe that. And I think Robert Alford now comes back to the yeah. Arizona Cardinals. He was he was with the team in March, had a visit, sniffing around. You just you run it back, and you added Jeff Gladney, and you add Mar- uh, Byron Murphy in year four contract year. Should ball out, friend of the program on the show last night. Year two for Marco Wilson. Mm-hmm. 
Pep Hamilton, they liked what he did at the end of the year. They brought him back. Again, the defense, to me, we're making excuses for them because of the talent they don't have. I watched this defense be stacked at the end of the year, even without J.J. Watt, and they played like garbage, right? And they were starting journeyman inside linebackers over Zayvon Collins, and Isaiah Simmons didn't start the playoff game. If I'm Steve Kime, I'm sitting back, I'm thinking, Vance, enough. I'm not wasting my prime draft capital to watch you sit, guys, on the defensive side of the ball. I'm so, I just can't do it. You have to be ready to play, bro. They if, weren't, if, though. If you're not ready to play, then you're not ready to play. You have to be ready to play. <laughs> You, you said the same thing. Like, I, <laughs> but I have to say it because you, saw, cause you, know, cause you keep saying, like, Zayvon Collins is not playing. Isaiah Simmons is not playing. Why are they not playing? Because you have to be ready to play. And if you're not, I'm not ready to. You just have broke off. I'm not ready to play with any more defenders uh, being sat their, their rookie year and going and looking at the snap count and it being single digits. It makes me yeah, physically 20 Ill. to 35% as far as. We all do it. Play. We go to PFF and we're like, how many snaps I saving Collins? Oh, three, and they were all on special teams. No more, Vance. You're done, son. It's over. <laughs> I'm just glad I got to see the Ravens pick on, on TV. I mean, that's must-see TV every time Baltimore is on the pick. Oh, my God. I love the ADC, Ravens. Eric DaCosta. Who's just, scoring points for I mean, them next year, by the way? Lamar going to throw to himself? No, him and Andrews and running back. They... they... J.K. Dobbins should be healthy, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as their receivers, I mean, it's... Dirt Muskurt. They got Dirt Muskurt <laughs> playing wide out. They got, they, got me, they got me on the slot. They asked, they're drafting me. They're asking me They've to come play. They've got Kyler's cousin, right, out of Texas. Uh, Devin Duvernay. Right? He's mm-hmm. actually pretty good. I don't, well, I don't know. It's been two years. He hasn't really done anything. He's a, he's a Pro Bowl uh, return. <laughs> he's, uh, Can we get him? He, was, get part of, he was part of the draft class that was, like... Just give it an A plus from the Ravens two years ago. How'd that work out? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I hear the Ravens that. love missing at receivers too. Name a receiver outside of Hollywood Brown that they've hit on. They've taken so many in the first round, Damn. and they trade away their best one. Is that true? true. Put that up on the, in the chat. Bergen and Travel. Can we confirm Alfred saying I'll be back? Going Arnold Schwarzenegger on this? Hell yeah, he's coming back. One of their best players on defense last year. Of course he will. This is where Kime, Chef Kiss, man. <laughs> Time, time, baby. Once upon a time, Carlos Dansby, second one with the Cardinals, came in May. Guy balled out on a one-year contract. John Abraham, Dwight Freeney, Kelvin Beecham. These guys were all signed after the draft. Eric Winston. Eric Winston, right? Mm-hmm. Antonio Cromartie. Got Antoine Quezon. There's so many to name. Let's just, everybody take a deep breath, right? Let's just enjoy the draft. Let's enjoy yet another offensive Jermaine pick. Williams, at right? Yep. I, I just, I'm into it. I'm not into watching Defender set. I can't do it. it breaks my heart. <laughs> are the Rams oh, picking man. soon? I feel like the Rams have are they picked soon. once? They haven't. I think they have a third though. They have like no them. picks for the next three years. Do they have a. Oh, they, stupid, the they have a draft house too in in L.A. again. I I don't like looking at McVeigh's face because it just it's very punchable because <laughs> of how much they win. So Rams pick at 104, cor- according to Mr. Mono. I, I, all right, let's take a pulse of the chat. Everybody, offense or defense, what do you want? Offense or defense? You're wrong if you say defense, by the way. <laughs> offense or defense in the chat. You got 74-plus people watching on YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We're having so much fun here on the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Night two of the 2022 NFL Draft. I want to remind 
everybody right now of one of our new phenomenal partners in the house, OGs. The brand is back and better than ever. OGs is one of Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens. It's dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. Pop, pop an OGs. Hang out with us. You'd be better off for it. It'd be a great time if you're interested in trying OGs. And it's amazingly delicious flavors. They got a pina colada flavor you cannot mess with. It's the second best thing actually having a pina colada. I thought I was going to have one last night at the Ainsworth. Nobody, nobody brought me one. You're was, drinking was, your Bud Light like it was, was sad. That's clock. that's different. All right. I thought I thought I was going to be after chugging my beer, completing my task. I thought somebody's going to they they have pina coladas. You're still, you're still chugging that beer. <laughs> they have pina coladas in pineapples. It was unbelievable. What else is unbelievable? OGBrands.com to find an OG's nearest to you. Check them out as the Cleveland Browns make their pick. Pick seventy six doing everything themselves to distant Deshaun Watson from any marketing materials the Browns have uh, as they bring a kid on stage. Everybody forget about Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Here's what we're doing here. All right. Who's your quarterback? Don't worry about that. Here's a kid with a football. Play 60. Here we go. Play 60. The Arizona Cardinals now only pick, what, 11 picks away as we are hanging out here at PHNX mm -hmm. Cardinals. PHNX headquarters, downtown Phoenix. Best trench guy away. available. 87, please. Clay Corm, I like what you said. Alex I like right. UAB, defensive end. And it goes to Cleveland. Hey, the chat was kind of 50 50 a little bit, though. That's on, fine. On, we'll on, talk. We'll convert them in the next I mean, they, picks. They, were, they were between defense, offensive line, a couple running back jokes in there. But I mean, it was, when you look at it, they, they, they want people in the trenches. There's still they running do. backs available. Ryan Robinson, yeah. Brian Robinson, Robinson. Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller, Isaiah Spiller. Uh, what was it? Uh, Pierre Strong, South Dakota State, mm -hmm. had the, one of the fastest forties in the combine. Oh wow! Kid from Cincinnati still available. There's still some playmakers there. You could still hang out too. Maybe get one at 100, um, or you know you could try to roll the dice, get one with a couple of your sixth round picks or seventh round picks. I'm have five picks tomorrow. As it stands right now, those are garbage picks. They are. The I don't want those. I don't want to. I, I I love you all. I don't want to be writing articles about seventh round picks that are that are going to be refuses working. refuses to. That are going to be working in insurance in about three months, guys. That are not going to make it through through the beginning portion of training camp. Let's package those picks. Hell yeah, and let's go up and get real players from real conferences. That's what I want to see. Name me the last Arizona Cardinal of note that they took. Um, in the seventh round, I've got one in mind. Give me I've one. I've just got one, Michael Dogba. Okay, that that's one. I I'm going a little bit further back. Larod Stevens Howling is the last one I can remember. He was a good player. He was a kick returner primarily, right? He was. Yeah. He got mixed and matched on on offense. Running back. Is that Six. Rod Graves' tenure? I think that I had to be. I don't was. know. Yeah, I, it wasn't there when I was here. Larod Stevens Howling at a pit, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Pit Panther. Larry loved him. Good he was call. tiny. He was like my height. Fast, though. He was much faster, faster than me. A lot faster. <laughs> Tear every, every ligament in my legs if I tried to run in the parking lot right now, this office building. Eno's still on the team, right? Eno Benjamin? He's still with us? He is, he is yeah. I, I think locked up he, you. You like they, him? They never signed Daryl Williams, who they brought in for a for just a meeting yeah. from, from the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I thought right. that was going to be the, the successor to Chase Edmonds. So okay. I got to imagine they're looking at this draft. To find somebody, I don't. I'm not saying it's 87. I'm not saying it's 100, but if you know, you can find a guy that's going to be able to be a compliment 
to James Conner with some speed, be able to catch the football. I'll tell you, I like Damian Pierce. I was at the combine, and he just he had some Marshawn Lynch. The kid from vibes. Cincinnati? No, Florida. Florida. Um, he, angry, uh, runs with purpose. Um, you know, he or Spiller or Robinson, I think would be a great pick. And I think you can get one of those guys at pick 100. In terms of value, I, I think offensive linemen, I would go best available offensive linemen. You at could definitely break six seconds. Without a doubt. For 40. If you didn't, yeah, I'd be def- more disappointed than your, your Chuck last So in my, in my peak in high school, I, I think I my best 40 was maybe like a 4.71. Um, in your peak. In my peak. He's not breaking six. Well, all Frank right. Sanders He's not what was your best? I have, I have small legs. He's not legs. breaking six. In his peak, he ran four seven. In his peak, he was running with Tom Brady. I think he's go real fast. Five five range. No, I got nothing to do with it, man. You think you think Tariq Hill is? I'm a 34 year old man. Why why am I getting picked apart? (laughs) You're not chugging a beer. Listen, you chug a beer faster than you run a forty. Garbage standards. Am I being held to here? You're like I think run a forty. I think Johnny's forty would be comparable to his height. Probably about five six. Can we get this on DraftKings? This prop bet. Me chugging. A, a pint glass and Johnny finishing a 40. What happens first? Bo Brock oh, last night. You without a doubt. You look like you without a doubt. Remember the, you a remember the guy from the main show a gallon and that would put the beer away RIP. I think he's, yeah, he's dead he now. He's um, that was Bo Brock a decade night. ago. <laughs> Yeah, he, was, he didn't just recently You pass. chugging a gallon without run. You chug it faster than run Listen, a 40. I drink to, to have fun casually. I don't drink for sport. Yeah, I apologize for that so I can be on my game. I didn't stay and drink for sport last night so I could come and do the shore for four hours. Best product we have. Best product in the Valley, that being PHNX Sports. Check out phnx.com. As Shane rubs his face, he's exhausted. But my man, how many more picks we got? I love this. I wish this was... I wish We're at 79 right I now. Was, We're I waiting wish for 87. Ended. Waiting for 87. Get him out. Shane wants to be partying at Gila River. He's had enough of this. I'll tell you what, 85 people watching on YouTube want to party with us. We yep. appreciate it, baby. I a drink. Let's do it. Everybody go on your phone right now. Get your get your iPhone out. Go to your podcast. I want you to type in PHNX Cardinals. Yes. Bing. Hit that subscribe button. Notification bell. So you and everybody you know can partake in the best Cardinal content there is. Bar none. Objective, but favorable. They did bring in Jalen Samuels right at the end of the season. They signed, they signed uh, the former Pittsburgh Steeler running back. The Cardinals did? Yeah, they did. It was a good and point by pit, Miles in the round. chat. Jay, they, it, with, was it one of those future contracts? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I also liked Which I was kind of... Go ahead. It's a surprise because Samuels has been in the league for at least three or four seasons. He has. NC State. Um, I like when you know Benjamin trucked the hell out of Drake or Patrick in San Francisco. And then it all went downhill from there. The Cardinals uh, wet the bed at the end of the year. And the Niners <laughs> somehow made it to the NFC title game because what the hell? Yeah, they sent uh, San Francisco to three and five. <laughs> you thought they were dead in the water? Dead in the water. The Without NFC a doubt, right? The Cardinals turned out to be very dead. Yeah. But very, very once dead. Jimmy G started to... They changed though once they beat... Once George they Kittle beat, got healthy. I'm saying, but once they once they beat the Rams, and they just, they just smashed the Rams, smashed my football. Mm-hmm. After that, they found their identity. They found their flow. That's when your boy Debo was. They they found a way to get him the ball in the RPO. He ran a couple of uh, wildcat situations, and they just smashed Miles football. Those dudes, man. The next thing you know, they became a hot. They got hot. You know, I don't know what what I think that was a triggering moment because prior to that, they were struggling pretty bad. 
I'll tell you who's not struggling. Kyler Murray, because uh, he's <laughs> about to get paid, and he's got the most robust, deep receiving core, uh, I would argue, in pro football, gentlemen. Experience, depth, size, speed, athleticism. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I, I put this on Twitter, I don't think they have any excuse Top five offense, I think, has to be the 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 floor next year for sure. You got to be a top five offense with this embarrassment of riches, and you know what? Your defense let it do what it does best: opportunistic, force the issue, make them one dimensional. I get it. We we got we got to shore up a run defense to get the ball back to Kyler Murray and company. I think that can happen in free agency later this summer. But I, I just I feel like at 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 worst, this team is going to be in the top five of offensive points and, and, and yards. They need to be. They need to be. I said it about an hour ago. You know, I think that it needs to be their calling card. Yep. It, it does with Cliff Kingsbury at the at the helm and, and to justify his extension and to justify your franchise quarterback getting, you know, what's going to be most likely the richest quarterback contract in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. Until... Yeah, Joe, until, until, until yeah, Joe until, Money comes yeah, out or yeah. Herbert shows up for his bag. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just that's just the flow of the land, but when we're talking about like performance and talent, like I agree, he, you, know, you got you you have to you have to set some numbers that are staggering enough to fit that to fit that pay. And he's got the weapons around him. We in the last two seasons, going into the regular season, we've seen Kyler Murray sixth best. Yeah, six favorite to win the MVP. Yeah, right. And, and people see the skill set, and they think that he can kind of reach the the level of a Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, and the numbers that it would take. The, when we when I asked the question, you know, a couple minutes ago about what kind of season is he going to have, the numbers you guys projected. I mean, those are MVP caliber numbers. Mm-hmm. He was he was, but he was destined to that. I mean, he, he was. He, yeah, he, but, he, but he both can't up, stay but, healthy at the end of the both year. Both of them was in that same. Which begs the question, you know. Let's, do they need to shore up their offensive line? I think there are concerns about Kyler Murray's durability in the end of the year. Now, I think part of that is maybe movement a little bit less out of the pocket, becoming more not traditional pocket passer, but use your mobility as a luxury, not as a crutch, a la Russell Wilson. And I, I think he'll be better off at the end of the year. I don't think he'll be nicked up. I don't think this this offense now is not going to be predicated on Kyler Murray's legs. You've got a Pro Bowl running back. You've got a Pro Bowl tight end. You've got a, a top 60 tight end prospect. You've got a bona fide Hall of Fame wide receiver. And then you've got the, one of the best number two wide receivers in the game now in Hollywood Brown. Like, th- this should be an offensive, or excuse me, this should be a passing offense first. This I do not want to see Kyler Murray with 10 carries. I, I just don't. Not not if you want him to get through a 17-game season. Not, not a 5-9. No. I, it's... I, I do want to see a little bit of the return of the Kyler running the football. I thought we 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 saw that uh, too, maybe design too, too runs, big of a legs, fall off, running out of bounds. But also, you, you need to see him develop into the pocket passer. We saw that he, the offense became pretty pedestrian, obviously without DeAndre Hopkins. But when when he was forced to stay in the pocket you know, with a guy like McBride with Ertz, knowing where Hollywood Brown's going to be at all times, that's going to help with him in his decision making, knowing what to do with the football. From the pocket, you know, obviously trying to see over that that offense and defensive line, that's going to help. I'm going to tell you right now, it looks like N'Kobe Dean has a uh, medical concern, which you would assume that's why he's falling this far. Potential shoulder issue. Hmm. Inside linebacker All-American out of Georgia. 
um, which is why he is still available amongst a lot of the best availables uh, per uh, numerous sites, including ESPN. Um, Malik Willis at this point, guys, um, you know, the character off the charts. I thought the, the measurables uh, definitely awarded a top 40 pick, and we're at the point now where um, will he get drafted real quickly on day two? Hmm. Nobody's going to answer. I'll say I have have something. I have something. Okay, go ahead. Do you you think that the pro bowl hype or the, sorry, excuse me, the senior bowl hype and the combine hype, do you think that people are trying to stay away from that now? Because that was kind of one of the things with him. Everyone was really excited about his arm talent that he was showcasing. And, you know, people have gotten burned in the past for taking quarterbacks that just perform really well. Because, like, nobody was talking about Malik Willis prior to the senior bowl, really. I mean, they, they, you know, he, he, was a, he was a prospect, but not as a top 10 guy. And all of a sudden, he's a top 10 guy. Yeah. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Well, I mean, if you look at Mel and Todd, I mean, they, they're just continually spitting out that this is, these guys are the top two guys on their board every year. There's always going to be a quarterback in the top five, whatever, one or two of them. That's, they, they're going to rave and say it's going to be your next franchise quarterback. And they've been preaching franchise quarterback with the top record of probably less than 50%, I think less than 30% on actual quarterbacks. That it was, they were drafted in the first round, but they, actually, they were not actually great quarterbacks for that team. So I can, I can see that, but I, I agree. I think, there's, I think there's just some things when you start looking at the, the overall draft. I look at the league now, and I say there's so much young. There's so many young quarterbacks right now that are, are producing at a high level. And these guys, if you look at them, how they played in college, the ones that just left and got that, that just got drafted or last two draft classes, they're not even close to those guys. And I just don't, I don't see it. They would be in the, this group right here, would be in the draft class of the Sam Donald and the and the Josh Rosen. Ain't that right? That's Johnny's Johnny's draft class. These guys got the same kind of action. That come on, Jay. These guys statistically, these guys have the same kind of stats. So they're like really B quarterbacks. They're not great quarterbacks. They're backups and right and yeah, so they're backups and, and, and journeymen and bridge quarterbacks. They're gonna they're gonna take. Uh, now I'm gonna say about Malik Willis. I'll say Tom Brady. I don't know who his backup quarterback is, but I, I could see him potentially if you're going to talk about a strong arm. And a guy that probably can be that can learn some things, I'm okay with him going to Tampa Bay from that standpoint. But I don't know what that backup quarterback is at this stage right now. It's got to be beyond the eye test with Malik Willis because yeah. when I watched him play for Liberty, it seemed like he he was an NFL caliber player. I agree. You, you know, you look what the trend is as far as mobile quarterbacks, mm-hmm. dual threat guys. It, it's just shocking to me to see him still on the board and to think that there's going to be a future where he's not going to be helping winning a, helping a team win a game. At the quarterback position, it's just wild to me. I, I mean, I know the the size isn't there. What is he? he he's maybe six feet, six foot one. He's six the, one. I yeah. feel like. But again, we talked about it pre-draft. Everybody said it could be Dak Prescott, maybe with a little bit better arm. And it's if that's your ceiling, you're probably somewhere in between that and you know, we talked about a Geno Smith, right? I I just feel like in today's NFL, when Jalen Hurts goes in the second round, a very comparable player. And Jalen Hurts can use his mobility to win games in the NFL while yeah. learning to become a thrower, a better thrower of the football. Give me somebody who can be an athlete and figure it out on the fly, especially in today's NFL when you can't touch the quarterback, over the guy like Kenny Pickett, who I just feel like you're just so limited with. Not a great athlete, not a great arm, small hands. I just, To me, if I was a team that needed a quarterback and I we continually passed on my equals, I feel like we'd be making a huge mistake, uh, Shane. Shane Diefenbach, 
fan of the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> and at this point, it's like there's there's no fifth year option here. I mean, what are you what are you waiting for? If you think right. the guy can play, if you think he can, I do just want to say sorry, chat. They're roasting me. Apparently, he was top. Ten. He was QB one preseason. So, chat. It I'm was sorry. an awful year. I mean, from the start of this, there That's... was no there was nobody that that was. He was in the conversation. Does he have a medical sure. concern that we don't know about? That has to be something that there's Nicobe Dean. Speaking Kobe of Dean. Me- medical concern. Speaking of medical. So, oh, I got corrected by the chat as well, Shane. Everybody said Nicobe Dean opted out of having surgery. So there's talk that he may need surgery now, maybe potentially redshirting for Philadelphia. That's great value. Uh my buddy Jess Root at Cardswire says, thankfully, uh Kime will not be tempted now that Nicobe yeah, Dean is gone. Go. I think a lot of Cardinal fans potential sigh of relief here. Um, we've got a question. Are we starting to get close to our pick? What's the PHNX five for 87? Well, here, here's what I will tell you. I I do think that running back and offensive linemen appear to be the way they want to lean. Uh, and I, I can tell you definitively here are my five Isaiah Spiller. Okay. I like Darian Kennard, uh, on the defensive side, Tariq Woolen, a cornerback that they did work out. Um, Cameron Thomas, Defensive end, San Diego State. And then at defensive line, Zachary Carter, defensive tackle, Florida. I give you a little sprinkle of everything. Um, <laughs> those are those are uh, Johnny's big five for PHNX Cardinals ahead of pick 87. And who knows, we might double down and uh, make that pick 100 as well, depending on who gets taken. Better question, according to 91 Claycomb, I, I agree with this. Who does Kyler want? Hell yeah. Who does Kyler Murray want? I would imagine Kyler Murray wouldn't mind an offensive lineman. Yeah. And are we still waiting for Dylan Parnum to go off the we board are, in Memphis? Mm-hmm. Why not? Your boy Miles put some names up on the board. Yeah. Pretty cool. Cam Thomas, the uh, pass rusher out of San Diego State. I had him in, as far as a couple edges that they could be interested in the second round. He's still on the board here in the third round. DeMarvin Leal, Texas A&M. Uh, a lot of people had him going in the second round. Uh, Sanders, the edge rusher out of Cincinnati. The problem is is that, again, the expectations, these guys are going to come in, they're going to be rotational guys, they're going to be special teamers year one. So uh, I, I think that nobody's going to be Chandler Jones next year. You're going to rely on Marcus Golden, and hopefully they get a veteran to supplement. Now, if you want to do a tandem, like um, you know Melvin Ingram and a, and a rookie, that's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, you know the bona fide stud star edge rushers, they typically come in the first round. Um, there can be outliers, but... I. You can find Rodney Hudson, Gabe Jackson, Pro Bowl interior linemen were taken in the third round. That's just why I think the better value is is in the third for a position like that or running back. Once upon a time, Alvin Kamara, third round pick. Especially when you see the scouting leading up to the draft and some of the guys that that a lot of analysts believe were going to be going earlier than this are still on the board. It, it seems like the skill set is there, the, the background, the playing in a Power 5 conference. There's enough big, beefy boys that can come in there and, and compete if if you're down Justin Pugh, if you're down uh, Will Hernandez, if, if, you're, if, if Josh Jones can't... Uh, if, if, he's, if you're not sure on Josh Jones any longer because of how he finished the season with all those penalties. Also, uh, and a good reminder in the chat, so Mr. Mon- Mono, Mono 187 says Daniel Hunter, and I don't know if they're going to be in the market for Daniel Hunter or not, but I think that's a good point that Steve Kime has shown us he is not afraid to make trades during the year or right before the season starts. I don't think they can afford Daniil Hunter. I don't think there's any finagling of the cap that they can they can do to get him on, on his number. The Cardinals are scheduled to have two third-round picks next year because of the comp pick they're going to get for Christian Kirk. 
they may they could they could be midseason and they could have a a team that is 500. The offense is doing well. They need a pass rush. They could deal pick for a pass rush. Kime loves midseason trade acquisitions just because the pass rush appears set today on April 29th does not mean that that's what the depth chart's going to look like Correct. September and October. Yeah, I mean, the Rams were able to add Von Miller yeah. before the deadline. You were able to go out and get Zach Ertz. You have to continue to add talent. If, if you want to be a, you know, in the conversation for the Super Bowl, you have to continue to get better and better. And this team, I mean, their focus is not sustaining another end-of-the-season collapse. And we're starting to see that with how they're trying to add depth on this offensive side of the football, and I think they can continue that with their next two picks, as you're mentioning, with some of these with these guards that are left, these interior offensive linemen. The Titans just jumped the Arizona Cardinals, according to the chat. The Titans are now at 86, the Cardinals 87. People are upset. Um, let's just wait and see what the pick is. Again, I don't think Cardinal, f- I don't think Steve Kime and company feel like they're pressured into taking any singular player here. Otherwise, they would have been trading up now, we just saw Marcus Jones, cornerback of Houston, I know a lot of people liked, go to New England and pick 85. Houston, uh, cornerback Marcus the Jones. five 5'8 corner, isn't he? Yeah, he's undersized. Perfect for New England. They love their undersized corners. Um, the Titans are up. Be interesting to see who the Titans take here, as it potentially maybe was a player the Cardinals were targeting. And as a result, do the Cardinals think about trading down? A um, lot, uh, lot of movement potentially happening here with pick 87 as we welcome everybody to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. I want to remind you, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick. The vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. Safe, free, and highly effective vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. As we look at the Tennessee Titans picking 86 overall uh, for a team that's had a lot of turnover. No Julio Jones, obviously no A.J. Brown, right? Ryan Tannehill is maybe a quarterback. Uh, I don't know why they want to jump the Arizona Cardinals, but, I mean, hey, this would be great value, we think, for Malik Willis, but we'll, we'll see what ends up happening here. Don't tell me what the pick is. <laughs> don't do <laughs> it. You, you don't want to know who the— No, don't even okay. give me clues because hey, you gave well, me a clue last time. Figured it out on the on the okay. fly. Okay, I just wanted to. You know, I saw that. As you you were the one that retweeted the Trey McBride tweet. Been waiting my whole life for this weekend NFL draft. Mm, yeah, Trey. Arizona Cardinals. You were just talking about Christian Kirk as we await the Cardinals to be on the clock. How great is it? Don't look at me. Why? I I'm, don't know. I'm not gonna tell you, man. I'm not gonna. Sneak, <laughs> I can read your gonna, facial I'm expressions. Not sneak Bo? attack of the pick, but that that Steve Kine was able to upgrade. You know, minor is it, it may be at the position for Christian Kirk and save the amount of money that he did. I mean, I think that was a, that, that's not being talked about as much as it should be. Everybody's like, oh, A.J. Brown went to 18 and he he was a first and a third and you only got Hollywood Brown for pick 23. A.J. Brown is making twenty five million dollars per year for the next four years. Hollywood Brown, who was taken in that same draft, had a fifth year option. It's much cheaper. And by the way, he mentioned today his press conference. He's not worried about getting paid. Ooh. I like I like the reaction. Let's just wait here a minute. No, it's not the cards pick. It's the pick before them. It's not. I don't know why they had to jump the cards for this pick. Okay, so this hopefully is a this is a quarterback. Ooh, so. I do see the the cards. Uh, don't I like this hey, too? What? 
I love the chat. I love the chat. We've taken you the chat off the screen momentarily. The screen. <laughs> I've taken. Do you make your kids wait to come <laughs> the, go yes. to the, the Christmas tree? You, you, yes, the, yes, I watch you yes. grab. Yes. It's has an to organic. Come down. Listen, it's an organic experience. Cocoa. I want to see the look on your face when I when I would have draft parties. I would make people put their phones in baskets so we couldn't couldn't ruin the pack. So definitely, I love everybody in the chat. Please go subscribe. PHNX underscore Cardinals. On I can't Twitter. believe you guys took to our podcast. The- <laughs> I just retweeted. Please don't just be, stay off Twitter, John. Please don't. Oh, God, bro. Please don't be pissed off. I took the chat off, everybody, just until the Cardinals oh, that's too funny. Because I know you guys, you little sneaky bastards, hey, you are going to put it in the chat. You've been saying Jadavian Clowney. So, question. Peters is, or Phillips, which one is Peters or Phillips that we owe 10 points on that would be come off the books in a bit? Which one? Uh, Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips. So, if we if we we got to, we, we was able to negotiate to cut him down to three and then add in Jadavian with the rest of that they money. Got the money. You, you, okay. Yeah. They 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 have not signed a player of note in free agency. They have not gave outside of the Zach Ertz contract substantial money to anybody. And that and you could really argue where is a lot of those guarantees going? I they can they can extend Kyler Murray and save money. They can extend DJ Humphreys, get that cap hit down. Don't look at me. They can, <laughs> they, 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 they can uh um oh my God. they can do a lot of different things. They can sign whomever they want, and the good news is we're going to get to a point where it's not going to affect um, comp uh, picks for next year. And I also think if you're Jadavion Clowney, like, don't you want to come to Arizona? Live in Arizona, live in Scottsdale, live in Paradise Valley. Play for a pro-friendly coach like Cliff Kingsbury. Player-friendly coach, I should say. All right, the Cardinals are about to officially get on the clock because the Titans are now going to take Malik Willis. His long wait is over. Oh, handsome. They make the A handsome pick. And and Ryan Tannehill is now going to feel a little heat on that seat. He's got Malik Willis. Malik and Traylon Burks in uh, Tennessee. All right, Malik. Happy for you, my man. Jump the Cardinals because the Cardinals were sniffing around. No, they weren't. They weren't sniffing around. <laughs> they got Kyler they did Murray. Meet with him. Wow. They did. They did meet with Malik Willis, but at the, at the combine, it wasn't it. How fat? So did the Cardinals make their pick? They trade out. They make, they're going to make their pick. Okay. So yeah. they, the Cardinals are making their pick. They did not trade out. Um, we do not know the pick because... It was somebody I mentioned earlier today. Um, okay. So um, <laughs> I'm hopeful that it is not a defender. I want an offensive player. I want to keep the streak alive. Um, but we'll see. It'll be interesting um, with pick 87 compared to pick 100, which I think is destined to be dealt. I do not think that pick gets made tonight, um, which will be funny. It was it was a school that had a good good season this year. It's not okay. gonna it's not gonna scratch your uh, power five conference itch. I will tell you that, but it's not it's it's not it's not division two either. Well, I'm thinking okay, if it's if they had a good season and they weren't in a power five conference, they did they play in they played for a team that made the final four. No, in Cincinnati they did not. No. This is a fun game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the chat's probably going nuts. They are. They're great. The, the, we, the chat's got great. Right we love now. the chat. Oh, They're man. good people in the chat. Come on, Jay. Let's check it out. They're man. family. Get no, your mind right. No. Get your mind right, man. Let's <laughs> we, check it all right, out. We can spoil pick 100. We're not going to spoil pick 87. The Cardinals oh. pick is in. Is it going to get announced? Do we have somebody announced? I mean, the, the problem is Malik Wills just went off the board, so they're going to show. Boom. The pick is in. The Arizona Cardinals. I can't see because there's a light in the studio. Help. You know, we can't have dead air on this pod. You feel good, Shane, man. Okay. Can we move the, that real the, the quick? The kid's crying, which is pretty you don't, cool. I know what it is. You I really need that. to see it. Yes, no, I want okay. to see it organically. 
on the Good screen. Man. Here we go. Mel's yeah. team needs here for you the did. Arizona Cardinals. All offense. Yeah, put it in my face. I'm no, seeing no, the picks happen five has. minutes before. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it's. I wanted. I wanted the kid from Memphis. It's not going to be him. No, I'm sorry to disappoint. That kid. That kid must not be any good then. Nobody wants him. Poor buddy. And down in Memphis, Tennessee. No. I based on Bo's reaction, I feel like it's going to be a defensive player. Because if he's like, well, it's you know, it's school we talked about earlier. No, I, I I had mentioned him on my Twitter feed. Yeah. All right, offense or, or defense? Defense. Yeah, I don't like that. It's a it's a need. It's a priority that I I talked about. And if if they do bring in Jadavian Clowney, he would probably mentor this this young oh, man. Okay, so we did. They finally took an edge rusher for everybody who was worried about them taking an edge rusher. Let's see who it is from Florida. Mm. Mm -mm. Let's hear it. Wrong coast. Small it's camp. It's the kid from San Diego State. We did talk about small school. That's my prediction. Let's see. Who we got here? Anybody you recognize, Frank? Anybody Cardinal? Uh, no. People? Nope. Man, can we can we draw this pick any longer? I don't know. I, I'm, as much as I would love to. Okay, here we go. There it is. That is Cardinals. The there it is. I did see Cameron Thomas hey. mock to the Cardinals at pick 55 earlier um, today. So I, I think that's good value. Second team All-American. Bo, tell us about him. I mean, he's, he's a guy that actually, when you look at the, the pre-draft rankings, and we talked about that tier, that third tier that kind of started with George Karloftis from Purdue, I don't think... Cam Thomas is that far off from from a guy like like Carl Loftus. I mean, as far as tools, good size, as yeah. far as what you want, um, the athleticism, the speed. I don't think you're going to get that necessarily from Cam Thomas, but the uh, physicality certainly will get that from Cam Thomas. He's going to be a hustle guy, man. Yeah. He's wearing 99. He's going to be the exact version of what we thought. He Doug, just it won't be as better than without time and tenure, but and learning techniques. He's got a serious game face in his uh, yeah. in his. Profile that looks like here. the face my wife gives me every morning when I sleep, <laughs> when I oversleep, and she gets to get the kids ready for school. That's that's a scary face. Let me tell you, uh, Doug Ferrier of uh, Bleacher Report, love the Cameron Thomas pick for the Cardinals. Could be the next Trey Hendrickson. Of course, Trey Hendrickson balled out for the Cincinnati Bengals this year. Difference um, maker for he Cincinnati. Was. I don't know. We got people saying a reach in the chat. I, I mean, like I saw this guy in every mock being a day early day two pick. Um, so I. And I think you're spot on. I, I I like the idea of him working with J.J. Watt. I like the idea of him working with Jadavion Clowney in a rotational role. Um, Zach Allen. Yes, Zach yeah. Allen, as we've got former Arizona Cardinal he Emmett Smith announcing a pick here. Are we just – now we got another wide receiver, Jalen Tolbert, on the – So the, according to ESPN, he's the 66th-ranked prospect, and they got him at 87. So that's where the value comes in there. Just under a second round grade, get him in the third round. Mm -hmm. Not bad for the Cardinals, and and and, and that need. And, and you look at the guys that, you know, you get Trey McBride at fifty five, and then you look at the guys that went between now and then. You know, the Nick Benitos and those guys. Cam Thomas is in the same conversation as far as the caliber of prospect that you're going to bring, and you were able to wait. And he get he him. also got after the quarterback at the college level, unlike George Karlofkis. He I know it's all about projections. 
But like you don't sack quarterbacks at the at the college level. Like how are you going to do it against the best in the world? Eleven and a half sacks uh, last year in a good in a good conference, not a Power Five conference. He did, by the way, Shano have a sack in Week Two against Arizona. Ho ho! At Arizona, Cam Thomas. Oh man, that wasn't a win for the Aztecs. We're making we're making fun of uh, U of A here. The tackle. Oh, I saw him mock Jeff Mitchell. You know, he's a pro Says. football focused darling. Uh, they had him as a second round grade. Uh, people are people are talking about going in the trenches, that they're happy. Um, listen. Uh, he's 6'4. I'm happy. Yeah. He's I a wanted big... a 6'4 guy. He's 6'4. Uh, again, um, probably, he would probably be more of a hustle guy, effort, energy guy. Probably smart. I uh, can, 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 can do his job when asked. He, you saw him. In, you saw him in both formations where he was standing mm-hmm. in a three-point stand and standing yeah. up, so you can move him around a little bit. I think Vance Joseph's offense asset of the defensive line last year. We saw Chandler Jones and and you know JJ on the same side of the ball. Then you saw Marcus on the other side. Then they flip it to be Marcus and JJ, and then J- Chandler by himself, just depending on who they're going up against. So. You need a guy that you can move around, and definitely he seems like one of those guys that can do it. And- I, I like what Diego's saying, and this is basically the point I was making, is everybody's mad that Drake Jackson, who ended up being drafted by the uh, San Francisco 49ers at the end of the second round. It's a great point. Uh, it, it's the same type of player with Cam Thomas. A little shorter arms, I'm sure. Jess Root getting a lot of love on this uh, podcast today from uh, Cardswire. His size, 6'4", 267. Chandler Jones, 6'5", 265. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be as... I mean, as far as the physicality, as far as the speed, you're not going to get the same as Chandler Jones. But I like what you're saying, Frank, the versatility, uh, you know, just how aggressive he is. It says he's got sh- short arms, small, you know, mm-hmm. that might that's something that a lot of like next uh, <laughs> next level analytics, they, they like the long arm guys. Yeah. But look, the guy produced uh, another Mountain West guy, by the way. That's back to back Mountain West picks for the for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you, listen, I. As long as not they're not skill players, you know how I feel about small school skill players with this with this franchise. Um, to me, it's somebody that can come in and learn from a, a bunch of quality veterans in this front seven that can come in and and play. Hopefully, early we're gonna hold you to this, Vance Joseph, that this kid sees the field next fall. Johnny, you Shane, drafted what's up? you drafted a small school skills player. Who? Trey McBride. Oh, I don't count that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm talking re- wide receiver. I'm sorry. Trey, when Trey McBride is the number one prospect at the tight end position, you can go to Panera Bread University. I don't care where you, where you <laughs> it's go. It's a great university. Colorado <laughs> State, whatever. Get the soup sandy combo oh, there. Um, awesome. Cam yeah. Thomas, though, he's described as a, as a as a run defender, which I love. I mean, can we need that? I, I can't remember. I, I can't remember if, if the Cardinals are poor against the run. Do you know, Frank? No, 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 not at all. No, we, we don't need much of that at all. And we're already 10 picks away from the final pick of the day for the Arizona Cardinals. They will not we're at 90. It. They're going to be there at 100. Johnny still got he, – he just he just put his kids' college tuition on the line. I got the 401K cashed out. You want to give me <laughs> Venmo, any pensions you want to double down on. Uh, Kime loves his picks. I cannot see them if they if they make this pick they don't pick again pending a trade up like last year until two oh one and I, I do think there are if you could if you could parlay one hundred to multiple fourth round picks that's what I would have to get you'd have to get two fours I think there's a lot of lot of offensive line talent available this is just a very strange draft where I think like 
we're going to have guys make Pro Bowls on day three where we typically see just a depth of talent being cut off at a certain point. I, I don't think people really know what to make of this draft, and that's why so having a lot of lottery tickets tomorrow is enticing to me. Before we get too far ahead of that, I mean, it's, Steve Kime has had some success finding players like Cam Thomas. Zach Allen has, I think you can say that's a successful pick. Once he got healthy and how he's developed, uh, you know, that that's a spot that he's he's been able to kind of identify in the draft and actually scout successfully for the Arizona Cardinals. So you have to like that he's going to be able to come in as another third-round pick and make an impact for this Cardinals team. I, I disagree with you. I don't, I don't care about a bunch of fourth-round picks. I know you were able to get Marco Wilson, and he was able to make uh, a name for himself last year, but if you can find one more guy with this roster that's already playoff that's caliber, fun. if you can get one more guy, and if, if it is an offensive lineman, perfect. You get that depth. Uh, do it. I, I don't. It doesn't make sense to go get two guys who could who could play 20%, 15% of the snaps next year. I can't. Teams. I, I got to interrupt you. I just caught a glimpse of Wayne Newton's face on the TV. That's not it, his face. It's not his real face. It's not his real face. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I don't even know if he can emote emotion at this point. Um, Wayne Newton, Las Vegas legend, now uh, selecting the Raiders pick. Um, good hell. His face looks <laughs> looks like it's made out of wax candles right now. You're on the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Um, he's having trouble reading the card if you're not watching it at home uh, as the uh, – there and he there's is. Dylan there Farnham, uh, guard out of Memphis. That'll be interesting to watch now if we compare Drake Jackson's career to Trey McBride. Farnham is a name that we liked on this set, mm-hmm. and the Cardinals opt to go with Cam Thomas um, just to kind of project down the line. The, the Raiders have actually had a lot of luck drafting guards in the third round. We, we mentioned uh, Gabe Jackson, of course, Rodney Hudson, interior offensive lineman, now with the Arizona Cardinals. But he is 6'2 and a half, and I, I would imagine that with maybe played a part in why he fell this far, especially the, the level of play at Memphis. Yeah. Um, there's a couple guards from Georgia I wouldn't mind sniffing around at so, pick 100. just real quick, a um, okay. little update on what I'm doing later tonight. The Coyotes game just started. Okay. Um, less than three minutes in. They're down three to nothing. Mm. So That's a goal. Could always be in a better – or could, could always be wow. in a worse place, Johnny. I think this yeah. is the place to be right now. PHNX Cardinals live on YouTube. We thank all of you. Do me a favor – Go like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, whip out your iPhone or your Android or whatever the hell you got, unless you got a flip phone. Subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. We're going to have live coverage the rest of this evening up until pick 100, assuming they make it, and coverage tomorrow, recap, articles, content, audio, video, whatever you need. It's PHNX Cardinals at gophnx.com. It's also important, you know, leave a review if you like what you hear today. Yeah. We're having some fun here. Just our live draft coverage continues. Leave a rating, five star. Helps us kind of move up in the uh, in the podcast library there, Apple Podcasts. It's, just get a little bit more awareness out there. Yeah. And uh, we'd appreciate it. We really would. It goes a long way. But um, so let's let's recap where we, how we've gotten here. Steve Keim, you know, there was the run on the wide receivers in the teens last last night, mm-hmm. and he makes the move for Marquise Hollywood-Brown. He gets a, a bona fide wide receiver, two opposite DeAndre Hopkins, a 1,000-yard receiver, the first 1,000-yard receiver for the Baltimore Ravens since 2017. Comes over from that run-heavy offense, reconnects with Kyler Murray. And then the team, they're, they're waiting until 87. Looks like they're eyeing an offensive lineman again, and he gets picked right before the Steve Kime and the Cardinals are on the clock. 
So they take the top tight end in the draft. They take Trey McBride at a Colorado State, 90 catches, 1,100 yards. And now he joins Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz, Max Williams potentially when he gets back, James Conner in this offense. And then the Arizona Cardinals are back on the clock at 87th overall. And finally, that edge, that that need that yeah. everybody's identified, they take Cam Thomas out of San Diego State, the best player on that defense. Um I'm, I'm sure he was all Mountain West last season as far as the defensive side of the football goes, and he can come in immediately and get snaps, getting after the quarterback, slowing down imposing rushing attacks. And uh, I, I really like what Steve Kimes done. I mean, I know it's you, you kind of get carried away with it sometimes, Johnny, but it's, it's a good draft hey, so far for Kimes. And listen, you, if you're new to this show, <laughs> new to this program, right, you're new to me and what we do here, I am not Mr rah-rah cheerleader for Steve Kime. We are critical when necessary. I can be objective. And if they had taken a corner at pick 23, I would have taken my laptop and smashed it on the floor of the Ainsworth. I would have been pissed off. But they didn't. They traded it for a proven veteran commodity that makes them better in 2022. Then they doubled down on offensive weaponry for their young quarterback to support him. I, I think, again, you're either a have or a have not in today's NFL where you can score points in bunches or you're limited based on what you have around your franchise guy, or you're not franchise guy. The the margin for error for this Cardinal offense is huge because of the, the ability to score points in bunches and score quickly. I think Steve Kime recognizes that. Do Would I feel better about some additional protection? Would I feel better about adding maybe another defensive lineman? Sure, but I, I just feel like Steve Kime, for me, is pushing all the right buttons. You go back and look at my coverage of him, you know, dating back to years prior, I did not like the Isaiah Simmons pick. I wanted Tristan Wirfs or CeeDee Lamb. That's not hindsight. And check the, the tweets. I got the receipts. I didn't love the Xavier Collins pick last year. I just, for whatever reason, he, I like what he's doing this year. He's yeah. changing it up a little bit. I, I am okay with what we uh, what we brought on. I mean, again, this this draft was not something I expected. Um, and what we've gotten, conversation was we need a receiver. We got one. Now we need some help on defense. We got that also. And we've added another weapon in regards to the offense when it comes to our tight end position. Um, that tells us that our offense is probably not just going to be an air raid like we thought it was, three and four wide receiver sets all the time. We might see it a little too tight. That'd be nice. Uh, JC was definitely um, a blessing to have last year. James yeah. Conner, that is, running back. Um, and, and what he was able to do. So I thought that was pretty special. Arizona State. Let's go. The, the, Let's go. One of, a top five running back drafted, drafted over Isaiah Spiller. I, I didn't mean to cut you no, off, you're Frank. Good, Rashad White, so, here in Tempe. Shano, give us a breakdown. Yeah, no one I watched more in the NCAA than this man, obviously doing post-game shows for him every night. Uh, Mel Kuyper had him in his number four uh, running back at the start of the year, and somehow he fell out of the top five. There's just too many cooks, I guess, in, in the NCAA. But this is a guy who gives you not only you know a great vision as a ball carrier, but also a pass-catching back. He's one of the most patient runners I've ever seen, and this offense, the Buccaneers offense that he's going into, is going to be a hell of fun to watch, so I'm excited for that. Gets to run with LeGarrette Blunt. No, not LeGarrette Blunt. A long time ago. Leonard Fournette. <laughs> it's like we've been doing, <laughs> we've been doing Fournette, this right? for four hours. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> similar kind of player. They're big, physical guys. Look at that run. It's, it's great to see a Sun Devil exit the program via the draft instead of the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we stop? 
Like once again. They got, they got more transfer portals than we got picks. It's crazy. Like out of there. Yeah. But I will tell you this though. I do I, I like my, I like who I think will be our next pick. Who's that? In my best opinion, I think Brian Robinson Jr. running back out of Alabama. He fits the he fits the exact image of of JC. He's physical, catch the ball out the backfield. But not only that, he can be a blocker. I mean, you know, you know, Benjamin is there, but he's not as you know. He's he was physical on the run, but maybe not in the blocking, blocking department. If you're not gonna get a, if you're not gonna get an offensive lineman or guard, it's better to have another another running back that you know you can trust to block for your quarterback if the blitz pickup is coming up. And James kind of showed a lot of that last year offensively. Are you guys concerned at all if they don't take a running back at pick one hundred? That it's it's James Conner and his show, which it should be. He made the Pro Bowl last year, but you can't give James Conner three hundred plus touches. He doesn't stay healthy. He needs to supplement. I would say twenty five percent of his workload. They don't have Chase Edmonds, right? They they brought in what back did they bring in for a workout? They didn't end up signing him. Daryl Daryl uh, da- Williams. Daryl Williams of mm-hmm. Kansas City. Maybe that's in play here. Um, if they don't get one, I I do feel like you know you know Benjamin's not talked enough about. Probably because he's not an option. I think he's the third back mm-hmm. in this group. So it does feel like right now this is a point where they don't draft a back. They're going to have to sign one, Bo. Yeah, but Daryl Williams is still out there. I mean, sure. you, you can you can ride it out if the right guy is not there in the sixth round or if you don't want to trade back into the fourth or the fifth round and you don't get your guy, he'll be all right. I mean, I, you, you saw the, the Rams – running back room was completely decimated they, to start last season and then it got they were able to the cardinals ask a lot of their backs though they I, do i feel like they do. And, and it's so important i mean the success of, of james connor was was all about him being on that pitch count very true. On, you know and having that kind of that uh that duo that tandem that they had in, in place with him and chase Edmonds. and i don't think that that's there yet like the, the running back room can't be the status quo between now and the start of the season the, the Niners just took another just, running back. But, but this running back from LSU is nice. You like him? Like he's a Leonard Fournette of that timeline. Yeah, absolutely. Hard runner, nice with his Shanahan feet, good feet, good back, hands, man. good catcher of the ball. Debo you know, loves it. I mean, that's that's a good pick for them. I know that for a fact. This, Debo says take my carries down to uh, I mean, minimum. If you can get it, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, I just think that that's that's kind of the conversation right now. Cardinals the like the receivers. Really, 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 like the really confident yeah. in their uh, Trey Lance bringing another running back. I, I just I like the value <laughs> of the running back tomorrow morning that will be available. You think about I've got a list here of guys who have not been been selected yet. I just want to read off some of these yeah. names quickly if I can. Um, so we've got Isaiah Spiller still available. We've got Brian Robinson Jr. out of Alabama still available. We've got Damian Pierce out of Florida still available. Um, there's there's value to be had. Pierce now, Strong still there? Yeah, Pierre Strong mm-hmm. still available. Um, and the, I think these are starting caliber running backs at some point in their NFL career. Um, so again, this, don't force it. If you if you don't if you can't trade down, don't force it. Don't just take scraps, as Bo said. Have a purpose, and you better p- be picking early in the fourth round. But I, I, if you can get two potential starters tomorrow, that might be asking a lot. I, I I still like a lot of the depth in this class. The chat line, man, is full of guys' knowledge of the running backs. You guys just you just gave a good little list of names that's out there. I think all those names though are really guys that you can plug and play. Mm-hmm. Might not, and that I'm to my like from the standpoint, if the first if the starting running back that you have in your team goes down, then you should be able to get you should be able to get something out of these guys that could, they can move themselves into the next level. Um, I would I wouldn't be mad with them getting. 
Um, B, B. Robinson Jr., I think he's coming from the SEC. You like SEC skill I do, guys. I do. He's proven himself to be, <clears throat> you know, a, a good talent. And and outside of them being Alabama being wide receiver, you, excuse me, guys, <clears throat> they have definitely produced some great running backs out, out of that university in the last five or six years. There's word now Matt Corral could be on his way to North Carolina to play for the Carolina Panthers, which would all but set ablaze the Baker Mayfield mm. to Carolina trade speculation. <laughs> it does look like Baker Mayfield will have more commercials this year than starting NFL <laughs> jobs. Um, could he end up in Seattle? Shane, let's get you on the record. Resident Seahawk homer Shane Diefenbach. Would you be pro bringing in Baker Mayfield for Drew Lock is the future? Please, please don't. Can you not? Drew Lock is the future. You know my love. For, you know my love for that. Drew Lock prior to him even coming to Seattle. Drew Lock is the that. future. You would rather have Drew Lock than Baker Mayfield? I would. Money. Wow. Did you, did you not watch Drew Lock? They've been brainwashed by John Schneider. <laughs> I, I I do think if you're the Seattle, don't muddle things up with Baker. If you're going to be bad, be bad. Be bad with Drew Lock. Get a top pick next year. Spam in the chat, hot What's girls up? and boys. Looking what? at some quotes coming from uh, newest Arizona Cardinal Cam Thomas. Cameron Thomas uh, <laughs> joining the media at the facility in the temp in Tempe. <laughs> Said he moved outside this past season after playing inside. <laughs> uh, he's modeled his game after probably the you know people the last decade who wanted to play that role. JJ Watt. Yeah. So he's going to be playing with a with a hero of his on the Cardinals defense. He had ninety nine for a reason, and he looked like he looks a lot like him. Uh, long, not me again. Short arms, but again, you can you can work your way around that with hustle and effort if you lean right and you get your body in the right line and. I definitely put yourself in the best position. When so. you've been talking for four hours, Shane, you get a couple mulligans. <laughs> calm the fuck down. How many more picks? Good hell to the Cardinals. I can't. See. Carolina's still somehow on the clock. They're 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 calling Baker right now, and they're saying, "Listen, Baker, you're not going to be a Panther. No one wants you. You're a big time fraud. You were the first overall pick. Now no one wants you. That's that's a, a huge you know, fall from grace. But I heard one of the guys like saying, I thought this was apropos, and I think maybe you might have said it, JB, was that you know honestly Baker is one of those guys that feels like his contract is his contract. But they 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 used him in the example of Jameis Winston in regards to you came out as a starter. It was good, but it wasn't great. You were not great. Right. Uh, but you've gotten beat up. Yeah, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So maybe a good year on a good bench where put you can a, get yourself together, yeah. get kind of healthy, don't have to put that pressure on yourself. Send them to like, I don't know, send them to L.A., sit behind Stafford. Matt Corral's gone. Yeah, there, there he goes. Is. And Baker Midfield, I, I I can't imagine Baker would go to Carolina now with Matt Corral and, and Sam Darnold there. Um, they must have been Cleveland overplaying their hand at this point. With he and Jimmy Garoppolo, you just cut your losses. You get what you can. Somebody wants to take on his whole salary. It's less about compensation now, I think, and more about who can take on the most money um, as the Arizona Cardinals are close to being on the clock. How many more picks do we need? So Carolina was 94, so now it's 95. We're trying to get to 100. That's for the I Arizona Cardinals. I still think they're trading down. I will eat all the crow if they don't trade down, but I expect if they do trade down to be given – a lot of praise on this show. You're eating a lot of it today, then, brother. How, uh, you, how do you want it? It's coming. <laughs> telling you right now, it's coming. They're not trading Corral down that pick, Lina. man. What's, Are what's you seeing that on oh, uh, Corral line? I would rather really? say Golden Corral something. <laughs> or I'm not sold on him, though. He's in an offense that's past happy. So the stats are gaudy, but if you watch him. He had him, a pro but it, coach, though. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so, but he's past happy. Lane Kiffin is? 
we coach the NFL. Yeah, I'm saying, but it's a pass happy offense trying to exploit his talents, Lane Kiffin, that is, as a coordinator, more so than the quarterback. And I, I watched him. I wasn't sold on a lot of his decision-making skills. His body was a little frail. He took a lot of beating. He had to do. He had to run. Uh, he had to be a pass. He tried to be a run-pass quarterback as well. And I think if he finds himself just being a pocket passer quarterback, he might be better at that. Um, but I wasn't really sold. I watched, I watched him several times. Um, I'm not saying he's Sam Donald, but I don't think they're getting better. Um, a better quarterback than what they already had previously in camp. Cincinnati is a team that's on the clock that uh, is always looking to upgrade that offensive line. Yeah. I think uh, they're kind of where the Chiefs were the previous offseason, where that's priority number one after what happened to Burrow. Sacked 70 times throughout, the, you know, last season in the that's playoffs. A lot. It's insane for a guy that you're about to. Make very rich in the next. But off. can you really find an old, an old lineman in this part right now? This oh time? yeah, sure you can. Yeah, that you can plug and play. Uh, maybe not like, plug and play, but you can yeah. develop as an heir apparent to maybe a Will Hernandez or even Justin. <laughs> you got to remember, guys, they don't have anybody under contract other than Rodney Hudson, who's over thirty, and Josh Jones, who's not a starter. Now, again, I think we all assume DJ Humphries just traded be back. Up. Yeah, the Colts have now moved to pick ninety-five. You would argue they probably don't need offensive line help. Yes, they do. They got, whoever they got, they got Matt Ryan as a coach. That's as a, true. He is a I mean, statuesque player. We they, will see what the Arizona know. Cardinals do, but I, I'm going to tell you right now, if they take a corner, I'm not going to be happy about it. I don't want to see that. Nope, nope, nope. Even nope, at nope. 100? Hundy? No. I want a running back. I want something sexy. Oh. Or I want a big heavy that's also sexy that can block for Kyler Murray. We will see what happens here with the Cincinnati Bengals as they select a player that's not been named. Uh, Zachary Carter's defensive tackle from Florida, somebody that I had earlier today about the fourth or fifth best defensive tackle available. That group, Winfrey of Oklahoma, I'm guessing, has been selected, and we just haven't seen it. Looks like the defensive line has been relatively picked over. Yeah. Oh, no, he's saying it's Winfrey it's has it's not it's been it's selected. Yeah. Uh, he will right along with Logan Hall and Travis Jones were the consensus top three defensive linemen. Um, so I don't, I don't know if that's an option for the Cardinals. Um, but I mean, they just took an edge rusher. So you, you could make an argument corner defensive tackle guard running back are the, are the big four here. Um, I think the value clearly is on offensive line, but this offensive line class is so all over the place based on what the experts projected You go and look up Pro Football Focus, ESPN, what they've got the rated best available is not who's being drafted. So there's there's a disconnect here. Mm -hmm. All I know is I watched Georgia play, and they beat the shit out of people up front. (laughs) Give me that in Arizona. I think that translates pretty well. It does. I like the SEC. If they they can go get some guys, I I mean, but that's not how this works over here, though. You know, man, you start thinking about the best player, and then it just seems like it's weird that it's not what's taking place, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, the Broncos are, are trading to the Colts. The Colts are on the clock. We are getting closer and closer to Steve Kime potentially trading this pick. Is this lady Colts just making all the picks now? Are going with We're going with a defensive back. Good. Get them off the board. Who I'd love a safety from Maryland. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> not an option. The Cardinals don't need a safety. I certainly don't want any players from the University of Maryland. And their football program. He was the fifth respect. best available, so he was he was at least in that conversation here. Three time, oh, three time Big Ten All Mention. 
Still honorable mention. Yeah. Maryland is Big Ten. Honorable mention. Honorable. Right? What did I say? Honorable no, mention. No, you said you said it, but it's still like I'm like, <laughs> but I, I just I put emphasis on like he's an honorable mention, not right. not, not like an All American, right? Yeah. Second team All American, yeah. third team All. He's he's honorable just, he's hanging out. He's he's honorable he's, mention. You know they, what he's they be? had the the kid in from UTSA. <laughs> they uh, did. The corner, he's still out there. Don't tell me that's our pick. Isaiah Spiller, Brian Robinson Jr. I like what Mr. Moore's, Mr. Mono, 187's putting in there, Sailor or Kennard. Yes. Give me a defensive, or excuse me, an SEC guard, please. Please, please. I will tell everybody right now, I will stake my reputation on it. If they take one, they will pan out. Don't laugh. I'm not laughing. I, I said sad. they could score. You're going all in I without know. even getting your cards. Oh, my God. You're too funny, man. Stake your reputation. I'm going to stake my, my shitty-ass reputation on it. What's left of Everybody it. wants me to delete my Twitter account. Get the hell out of here, oh you fraud. I love when people go, I put something out there like, give us your source, you fraud. I'm going to give you my source right now that the Arizona Cardinals, I believe, are going to trade back. We're going to see it live, and then everybody um, will have to wait until tomorrow for their next pick. I, I do believe that's what's going to happen. I can't. I think. I just can't believe Steve Kime is going to sit out a hundred picks in a draft. He cannot help himself. A H. <laughs> this is this is an interesting comment here. <laughs> I don't. Do it. Let's do it. Steve, <laughs> I can't get the set. Steve Kime farting in bathtubs, laughing his ass off, drafting small school guys. <laughs> Is he talking about Mount West? Yeah. That's small school. Yeah. And you know what? He, he knows he, he's he getting took, away. He took um, oh, Zach Allen funny. went to Boston College. That's a smaller school. That's ACC. It is. But the ACC's one step away from being 1AA. Let's be honest. Oh, it's too funny. Oh, too man. too funny. I just I can't. Yeah, if he, if he trades if he trades one hundred for a vet, I, I don't think any team trade one hundred is, is is that trade, motivated to get to one hundred. Trade one hundred right in this with, draft. Trade one hundred with now the Golden Corral's gone. I agree. AJ Green. Trade one hundred with AJ Green. You can't do that now. AJ Green's not getting traded. Yeah, he's on a one year deal. And the problem with that too, the money I, up. I think there's the, when you sign people, you you've got to wait. A certain time in the NFL season to, to deal them. But also, with his two void years, you'd have to pay that now. This is one of the more gross that. picks yeah. that I've yeah. seen. Joel Erickson, uh, a reporter for the Indy Star, the Colts traded pick 197, uh, which I believe is a fourth or fifth round pick, and next year's third to move up to get that safety from Maryland. So they must have really loved Nick Cross, Nicky Cross, um, that's uh, that's a lot of value uh, to give up to go up and get a get at the end of the third round. Now uh, we'll see if uh, the Colts are competitive next year. You assume that pick's going to be the end of the third round, given their investment in uh, Matt Ryan and company. All right, here we're getting closer to pick 100. We're getting closer to the conclusion of PHNX Draft Day Live. Hell yeah, I got all my reads in. We've been live for four hours. Somehow I've not lost my voice. You have not lost your patience with us. We appreciate that. In fact, you are the PHNX faithful. We love you. One last time, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Check out gophnx.com. Check out the PHNX Merchandise Locker to get one of these fresh hats. I love it. My wife tried to steal it. I said, nope, this is mine. <laughs> you can get a free T-shirt from the PHNX Merchandise Locker if you become a member. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Just under 60 bucks for the year. 
celebrating this PHNX Cardinals draft day extravaganza. First time. We love the show out of support. We love the gear. We love all of you. And we love Pick 100, whomever it may be. Lots of love. Lots of love. Uh, what, what's the biggest... What's the biggest thing we're talking about at gophnx.com tomorrow as far as the articles go? I, I would Trey say McBride is the, is, it has is to the be. headline, it has right? To be. Because Cam Thomas, I think a lot of people thought would go to Arizona at 55. Just maybe the value that Steve Kime is getting because a lot of people today, what was the what was the common denominator? Steve Kime, they didn't get enough value. You know, They gave up too much value for Hollywood Brown. Well, I could say you, you got a second-round prospect in um, Cam Thomas in the third round, and then you got a, a first-round prospect in Trey McBride in the second round. So it, it just it's all in the, behind the eye of the beholder. I, I do believe that so far in this draft, three future starters. One future in terms of this fall with Hollywood Brown. Yeah. And then you talk about Trey McBride and, and uh, Cam Thomas are going to be starters for the Cardinals in two years' time. The Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, dream is over. He's going to the Commanders at 99, a the, pick before the Arizona Cardinals. That's interesting. Oh, I'm sorry, 98. So I would still rather Lions. have Isaiah Spiller or Damian Pierce. Uh, I worry about <coughs> the the wear and tear on those Bama backs. Not like you once did when they were so run dominant. But um, I, I, I can't remember if the Cardinals had brought him in for a visit or not. Um, if I can pull it up here, I have a visit tracker as it relates to the Cardinals. So give me one second. Washington just loves Bama. I mean, we talked about their defensive line. Does Schneider just make their picks then? Just That's what he does. He just defaults to them. It's not a bad philosophy. No, it's not. Not at all. Not when you know you can get – you know what kind of players you're getting. I agree with that. Like, there's no guess estimation in this conversation. You actually know what you're getting. You're not just trying to feed the frenzy of it. We go across – we just scheme across the whole board and we find this diamond in the rough. That's overrated when you can go get a player. I mean, if you know AJ's is selling the best steaks, why are you over at Walmart trying to figure out how to get a ribeye <laughs> for seven ninety nine? Makes it makes the Walmart no ribeye. I know it well. <laughs> it just That's splurging no for us at the venerable house. Get that Walmart ribeye. <laughs> we uh, you think it's all fancy shit? No, it's not. All right. Uh interest tracker. In terms of a running back in this draft process, prospect process, they worked out and had a private visit with Jerome Ford of Cincinnati and Pierre Strong Jr. of South Dakota State. That's all I've got. Uh, they did not have anything of note with Trey McBride, uh, nor did they have anything with Cam Thomas. So take all of these top 30 visits for what it's worth. Um, they did meet with Jermaine Johnson and George Karlofkis and promptly said, no, thank you. We don't want you at pick 23. The the David Bell from Purdue is going to go to the Cleveland Browns at 99. So the Arizona Cardinals are going to be on the clock here shortly. And they're going to take Brock Purdy. He's a quarterback. He went to <laughs> Iowa State. He visited. Yeah. He, local guy. Yeah, local kid. Brock went to, Purdy. Uh, was it Perry? Dirty Purdy. Perry High School, yeah. yeah. Oh, my Extra goodness. Extra Dirty Purdy. Um, Would you be mad, though, if they got a quarterback in this draft? Tomorrow in the sixth or seventh round? No. That's, they can do whatever. Would you be mad? No. I wouldn't be mad. All right. Let's see where the trade is in here. Let's see where the trade back's coming from. You know, like, no, the, the, so the, the, the trade back's going to be, they're, they're going to get the, a fifth round pick for 2025, and they're going to select Chuba Purdy, Brock Purdy's brother, Ooh. who also went to Perry. I like all of what you just said. <laughs> all of that sounds interesting. Hope they're around by then. <laughs> all right, we will see what the Arizona Cardinals do here 
Here it comes. Here are it are comes, we allowed friend. to reveal it? Or are we are we taking the chat away again? Let's take the chat away. Okay. I love the chat. You're the best people. Literally, Johnny, did, did did you not say we can spoil the hundredth pick? We can't yeah, now. No, but I'm... we kind of spoiled eighty-seven. That was my fault. <laughs> oh, you are a rat bastard. All right. <laughs> and Shane would know a thing or two about rat bastards. All right. So you're taking the chat away, but you're still able to chat. I just can't you see. Just you just chat amongst oh, yourselves. So you can call me just the worst beat reporter alive, and I'm not gonna see. It's not gonna hurt my feelings. Um the Cleveland Browns are taking the kid from Purdue, you said. Yes. When are we trading back? Get the graphics ready. The Cardinals are on the clock. Trade is in. The trade is in. I bet it's in. David They're going to make gone. the pick. Wide folks. receivers go. They're making the pick. Bo's not going to spoil it. Pick is in. We're on the, the clock. Johnny's going to eat the crow. I do. I'm sorry. Listen, sometimes in this business, we make mistakes. We're wrong more times than not. And we just, you know, I thought he would trade down. He made all of his picks today. He did not move around. After. Trading away his first-round pick, if you would have told me Steve Kime would have stood pat and made all his picks today, I would have said you're crazy. David Bell, that's that's some nice numbers right there. 1,300 yeah. yards, 100 receivers. Damn. And you just That's a push-off right there, though. They you don't can't, count, they they don't count that. Hey, he's a political club award finalist. Who was that at one time? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, Former teammate of Rondell Moore. Oh, wow. They, he probably didn't play with them that much. Rondell didn't play a lot. <laughs> he in did not. We haven't seen Rondell play a full season since about 2018. I don't Let me think. tell you something. Rondell Moore's statistics are stupid. Yeah. Same, just a 14 touchdowns, but a little bit 1,500 yards. A little bit shy of 1,500 yards with 14 touchdowns is, yeah. is his senior year. And uh, Hollywood Brown had just a little bit shy of 1,300 yards with about 13 touchdowns. The pick is in. So it's uh, we, we got some talent on that end. We just got to make sure we do something with it. Nobody, Ooh, nobody's track. spoiling the pick on Twitter. I can't find the pick just yet. No, I, well, then don't look. Then let's all have okay. it your game. All right. Yeah, yeah. Rock. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so she's coming out to say it right now. Here we go, gentlemen. With the 100th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Select. They went double dipped on defensive, defensive ends. They took a yet another defensive what end. What did they say after McBride? They're going to flood the position with numbers, and they go out and they get two yes. guys. He was a first-team All-AC. We went with no Power 5 players today. 6'5", rangy, Chandler uh, Jones-esque. Well, look at, look at that. Look at that. Look at that body. Doesn't that look like Chandler Jones? This is a pass rusher. And you've got Marcus Golden now on a one-year contract. Look at put his hand. So you in take the dirt. two third-round edge rushers. Hey, listen, if if one of these two guys hits, you're in business. You do not need both these guys to become superstar players. If one of these two guys becomes a starter that can get to double-digit sacks, he had 13 sacks in his career at Cincinnati. He was on a national championship contender this year, made it to the Final Four, one of their best defensive players, helped facilitate a lot of those pass breakups and interceptions for Sauce Gardner. Uh, this is a player that uh, I firmly was a was a top 100 prospect. The Cardinals said, "Screw it, we're going to double dip on defensive ends. No running back, no DB, no guard. They like their offensive line, and I think at the end of the day, gentlemen, Steve Kime does not value guards high in the draft. He, he's he's valuing pass rushers, and he and he and he valued a tight end." So I, I anxious to hear the chat's opinion of the pick. We got bigger today. We did. We got bigger at tight end, six four, added some height, um, speed, talent, agile, and our tight end McBride. 
Like we went and got Thomas. He's six four, six five, give or take. And his 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 uh, his model of what it likes, what it takes to be a defensive end is JJ Watt. We just picked up a six five guy again. And Sanders, not not my brother, cousin, or or family member related, but I'm tell you something. I'm trying to hit him for a couple of dollars. Um, but Ran again, four at, six at the combine, and he looks and he looks like Chandler Jones. He's long, rangy, he's agile, um, got a lot of versatility right there. So, if we're talking about building for the future. I'm not mad at that. I hope these guys come in; and they can be healthy. Um, but today, in my opinion, was a good day for the Cardinals. Two twenty eight. Little little thin for little thin. for for that. I mean, it's, you just got I mean, a guy that's a little bit heavier than that. Von Miller probably. But I, I completely agree with what Johnny said. I mean, what you said, Frank, as far as this is going to be a rotation now. Mm-hmm. You're you don't have an elite player any longer. You couldn't afford it as far as the cap goes. You, I mean, you were just priced out of Chandler Jones, and this was what you were going to have to do. Yeah. Uh, via Pro Football Focus Draft. Not to interrupt you, Bo. He yeah. is. Uh, how do you pronounce his first name? My Jay Sanders is the only edge rusher with an 80-plus pass grade in each of the past three seasons. So quite the stat uh, if you want to take it in from pro football focus. Go ahead. I, I mean, there, there's not much left to say. I mean, they, they they attacked the cornerback position last draft like this. They went, they traded in the fourth round, took Marco. They they picked, uh, stuck and pick with uh, Tay Gowan. So they got two corners there. They got a safety for the defensive secondary. And then in the 2019 draft, they got two fourth rounders. They went with the defensive tackle position, Lucky Fotu and Richard Lawrence. That, that's just, that's how Steve Kime works. He's just going to try to throw darts. And if one of these guys works out, it's going to work out for the Arizona Cardinals. If it doesn't, you know, it's, it's a pair of third round picks. It's, it's guys that, picks that he's traditionally kind of shipped off the last couple of years. We well, got Rodney Hudson for a third rounder last year. And when this pick's synonymous now with with Hollywood Brown and pick twenty three, this is this is the extra pick. This is the pick that you're playing with house money. Once upon a time, the Cardinals were not scheduled to have the hundredth pick, and this this was a a big advocate of why Steve Kime wanted to make the deal. He wasn't going to make the deal for Hollywood Brown unless he got a, a top one hundred pick back. And so Mr. Sanders is going to be synonymous now with this trade, for better or worse. Hopefully it works out better than once upon a time trading Josh Rosen for a second-round pick that inevitably became Andy yeah. Isabella. Sorry to bring that up. But look, <laughs> let's look at that Let's look at that front seven now. Um, you, you've got J.J. Watt, and it's going to be imperative that he stays healthy for the entire – not the entire season, but as far as when the big games, when they come the Cardinals' way, especially in the postseason, you've got to have number 99 – Ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got the junkyard dog. You've got Marcus Golden, double digit sacks. He was able to get the ball on the turf, what, four or five times in 2021? Yep. You've got two players that can get after the quarterback. And now, if you look at this rotation, you sign Dennis Gardeck to a three or $12 million deal. He's going to play more than special teams. He's going to be a guy that's going to get back in that rotation. You've got Devon Kennard. If he's going to make this roster, you've got uh, the two guys you just brought in and Cam Tom- Cameron Thomas from San Diego State. And now uh, Sanders coming from Cincinnati. I mean, they've they've got players, they've got bodies, they've got guys that if you can kind of narrow the focus, say, hey, you know, Cameron Thomas or, or Sanders, get after the quarterback. That's your mm-hmm. sole purpose on the field on Sundays. Yeah. It's going to be good for the Cardinals. Final thoughts as we conclude our coverage tonight of day two of the 2022 NFL Draft. Uh, I think the Arizona Cardinals absolutely have gotten better over this two day period. There, I don't see a lot of developmental players. I see guys that are going to contribute this fall, whether it be on special teams, rotational defensive end, and now a franchise tight end in Trey McBride. The value 
was superseding need. I think they let the board come to them. I think they got two defensive ends in the third round that could have easily gone higher. And I think, again, give kudos to Steve Kime, who's under a lot of pressure, inactivity of free agency, comes out in this draft, and I think has done a really nice job not only filling needs, but as Bo mentioned, supplementing talent for the Cardinals of tomorrow. Supplementing talent for guys that are going to be a part of this team, hopefully fixtures of this team in 2023 and beyond. I see in the chat, we don't need corner or lineman. Think about the offensive line. There, there's a ton of continuity uh, with that group. You've, you've got DJ Humphreys as, as your left tackle, and you're hopefully he's going to kind of knock off how he finished 2021. He had to, he was out with COVID. He's under contract for one more year. You've got uh, Calvin Beecham to bookend that. You've got Rodney Hudson, who's your main guy in the center of that offensive line. And then you've got your two guards, Justin Pugh, and then probably Will Hernandez, Josh Jones kind of being your utility after that. It, it's not it's not a horrible group. Like I said, it's kind of middle of the road. Kyler Murray and, and Colt McCoy were sacked just around 30 times. That's 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 not horrible. It's not great. They didn't finish strong, but you're hoping with uh, – a new season that they'll be ready to go. It's not a it's not a, a necessity that they address the offensive line at this point in the offseason or in the draft. And in the cornerback room, you went out and you got a guy who was a first round pick in 2020. Absolutely. In, in other circumstances, bad circumstances, whatever you want to call it. Jeff Gladney fell into your lap. You signed him to a deal. He's now an under 25-year-old corner that joins Marco Wilson and Byron Murphy. That also isn't where you're you're running out and you're getting the next best available corner on the board. You can kind of wait that one out. You can bring in Robert Alford and then it becomes a little bit better of a group tomorrow than it is today. I will say this here, you know, um, today is a great day for the Cardinals and what, you know, just I think in regards to watching what they brought into the locker room, I think that's great. There's some youth, um, but it's also a scary day for a lot of these guys too. I mean, you watch them, they're crying, they're bawling, they feel like their life is about to change, but it is going to change because in about a day or two, they're going to have to fly here, get ready to get, get ready for rookie camp and improve why they're supposed to be and why they got drafted. And I think that's going to be a wake-up call. So hopefully all these guys pan out. Hopefully what, you know, through the scouting process and all the guys that are sitting in the scouting room, that they it looks like they did their job this year. It really does. And a couple of things might have fell into their hands, but they took some of the best guys. Um, I'm actually right now sitting back out there you know, about to throw up in my hand and about fit, pick 55. I feel pretty got there and good about what we got on the team right now. And I think Steve and the team did a pretty good job. You know, we gloss over it. They've got five picks tomorrow. Three, I believe, in the sixth, two in the seventh. Um, you can find running backs later in this draft. We'll see if there are any worth taking at that point. We'll have continued coverage at gophnx.com for the final time. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable for Bo Brock. Frank Sanders, thank you so much for hanging with us in this four-hour venture. We will be back next week, PHNX Cardinals, on Monday. We'll see you soon.